Hello, hello, hello. Once again, uh, long-winded spiel is back. Yo. Sorry, listeners, for taking last week off. I was um, I was away. I went on a little vacation. Um, I actually this podcast um, episode 32, 33, 33, 33. Damn, 33 episodes. 33 in man. Holy shit, it's crazy. Um, so, anyways, uh, yeah, I went out to uh, Chicago last week. So I'm sorry, listeners, for not. Uh, you know, leaving you with a little gem, you yeah. know, while, while we were gone. But yeah. um, hey, we're gonna talk about that whole experience here. Mike's here as always. Yo, yo, yo! What's going on, everybody? That's right. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and talk about that experience. I'm gonna tell you all the highlights, my favorite parts about the trip, and then we're gonna finish it off with a little bit of um, uh, UFC. Well, yeah, the UFC the, rock, the, the, the free fight night that's yeah, coming up. That's right. Uh, Saturday, Luke Rockhold against Brian. No. We, I Daniel. said Brian. I told you it was Brian, but I think it's uh, David. David Grudge? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We had that down an hour ago. Yeah, an hour ago. And, uh, <laughs> we were watching the videos on this I guy. Know, he, right? he uh made his appearance uh, six years ago in the, D- the UFC, so mm-hmm. we don't I didn't have that much information on him, so we had to do a little research and, and, and see what this guy was about. But uh, apparently he had four fights in UFC and then... Uh, didn't do so hot, and then went over and got some experience in some other organizations and became David a... David uh, Branch. Branch. David Branch. David Branch. Name. Okay, David Branch. Yeah. yeah. So we'll so definitely Rockhold get into that. Branch. Yeah, we'll definitely get into that. Um, yeah, so should we <sighs> let's talk geez. maybe about a little Chicago? Chicago, Chi-Town. Yeah, so... Windy City. Uh, yeah, dude, let's just dive in, I guess. So how, how um, long were you there for? I was there for uh, five days. Um, I got there... Um, Monday morning, my flight. I took a red eye, so I I love my my flight was at like one a.m. Nice. Sunday, so I got there um, at like plane land at like seven thirty Monday. Yeah, I was able to check into my Airbnb, which there's a story behind that too. The Airbnb, hysterical. Oh yeah, dude, it's funny. Um, uh, so yeah, I checked into my Airbnb around eight, and then the adventure started right after that. Yeah, like, I just went on a crazy. Like I was, um, I was David Carradine's uh, character from uh, the Kung Fu: The Legend Continues. Like I just walked, like what Jules wanted to do in Pulp Fiction when he was telling uh, Vincent Vega, "I'm yeah. just gonna walk the earth." Yeah, I just fucking walked, the, <laughs> except not the earth, the city of Chicago. Shot town. I just walked, dude. Like it was a very enlightening moment for me because I got to really reflect on a lot of stuff. I got to experience what it's like to be in a city where you don't know anyone. Sure. Uh, you're not yeah, with by, anyone. By yourself. I would always say, I don't have a single contact in my phone where I can call somebody and tell them to meet me up for a cup of coffee. Man. You know what I mean? So you, Strange. You've always been somebody that has like been able to do certain things on your own, like in terms of like go to a movie or mm-hmm. like even yeah, go stop true. by and have a have a drink at a bar or whatever. And yeah. like I, I, I've never actually, I don't think I've ever, I probably have done it. I don't know, but anyways. Have you ever gone to a movie by yourself? I don't think so. No, no, I don't think so. I don't. I, I can't back that one up. By yourself? Uh, I don't think so. Mm. But there probably was one night back in the day when I was living up north when I, gotcha. I, I probably walked down the street to go try to find some strange. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's strange. Man. That's strange. Man. It, that's it, funny. It was calling my name a few times, uh, but I, I still think I would most likely try to. I don't think I would ever. I don't know. I don't think so. I still okay. think I would try to find a, a buddy or drinking. Yeah, I mean, drinking it's, partner. It's always fun to have somebody there whenever you know you're you're uh, you're sharing a, a great experience, whether it's sitting down at a bar, having a beer, or it's visiting a city that you've never been to. Sure, it's always nice having somebody there. Sure, but, um, but that's cool though that you yeah. that you got to do it on your own though. I mean, yeah, that's man. Like, I mean, 
Yeah, it was it was crazy. It was um, actually I was telling Trevor this. Uh, there's a sense of peace that you get when you're by yourself and you really get to appreciate certain things and you really get to strip away any anything that would hold you back from certain you know encounters with people like you're almost you're looking for conversation right you know i mean you're, you're out, looking you're, to engage exactly. in the scene as opposed to for like sure. for say sure. if, if me and you were to go out there it'd probably just be mean yeah it'd just, be it'd be I, I get what you're saying it'd be like uh, if there was the if we went out as a group we're gonna mm-hmm. hang to our we're gonna stick to our group usually, as opposed to usually. like yeah, going on, going to with the locals. Yeah, no, for sure. And like, so going back to that, there is definitely a sense of of um, of like joy that you get from that, like a sense of uh, sense of peace. Sure. From being, you know, by, by yourself, like essentially, like not necessarily in solitude, because that wasn't that's not the right right analogy, but uh, just being by yourself in a place where you don't know anyone. Like, there's definitely there's a sense of peace to that. Huh. But then, on the other side of that spectrum. There is, there's a lot of joy and excitement and just overall, uh, what's the right word, man? Um, just overall hmm. fulfillment mm-hmm. whenever you're sharing that with somebody else. You sure, know what I mean? Sure. Like whether it's, it's you and I or um, you and a significant other. Um, it's so like I think you kind of need both. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. five days by myself in Chicago – um, I don't think it was too long, uh, but I do think cutting it a day shorter would have been cool too. You know, I yeah. would have been all right with that. Yeah. Um, like if I would have left really late Thursday night mm-hmm. instead of um, instead of really um, you know late Friday. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, but like again, like I really enjoyed it, man. I, I can finally say that I've been to a city by myself where I don't know anyone. Like that's that's a huge thing. I'm 30 years old now. Yeah. I've, I've never done that. I know I have two friends that have done that before, and I was always envious of them of their stories yeah. like, of just doing that. Um, I'm not saying everyone should do that because not everyone can. I don't think. Yeah. Um, but there's. I'd I'd like to do it. <clears throat> I, think, I definitely I think would. Could. I, I think I could. I know I, I could. My, yeah. Definitely now that's you know. I've I seen... think you'd be good. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. I didn't have one single bad experience or encounter. Um, <clears throat> my entire trip in Chicago was phenomenal. It was fun, exciting. I got to mingle with the locals. I got to, you know, just see the city. Uh, you know, just and on top of that, like I got to learn a little bit about myself too. You know, like mm-hmm. like. I have that confidence now where I'm like, yeah, I can just pick up and go. That's what that's what I was you thinking know? that I, that you could gain I, from that would yeah. be a, a accomplishment, you know, sense for of confidence sure. and like a, a huge boost of confidence because yeah. I can just I'm confident in myself now that I can pick any city um, in the U.S. or in the world really, but in the U.S. specifically, um, and I can go there by myself whether I'm there for a day or five days, mm-hmm. and I will have the best time. There will not be one single moment where I'll be fucking like, oh, man, this sucks. Like, I, that was not it, you know? Yeah. There are moments where I was like, oh, I wish, so, I wish somebody was here with me right now like, sure. to share this moment with. Sure. But aside from that, it was fucking fun, you know? Yeah. And uh, one of the main reasons why I know that, which is a funny one, is um, because I, we all speak the same language. Like, that Fair. makes it easy. Yeah, it does you know? make, definitely makes it easy. Yeah, it's not like I'm going to a foreign country I don't fucking speak speak a lick of their language. That can be fun too, though. That would. That's, I mean, at that point, you got to rely on, on hand gestures. Hand gestures. And, and, I do talk with my hands, so yeah. it's kind of easy for me. But <laughs> um, but the second thing is that I'm okay with being alone. You know, like I'm okay with that. It doesn't intimidate me. It was actually quite the opposite. Like when I got word that I was going by myself, I uh, 
I, I, there was a sense of sorrow and all that because I was like, fuck, dude, like, I right. wanted to go with somebody, you know, like, right. that would have been a lot of fun. But then this sense of wonder slowly took over that and then it became excitement. It became like, this is going to be a huge test for me. Like, can I do this? Like, can I, can I go to a city and fucking have a great time right. and not have a single dull moment and meet as many people as I can, have as many different conversations as I can. Like, I met a professional bowler, you know. Nice. We had a, it was my Uber driver, actually. And we had, like, a 35-minute conversation on bowling. Like, huh. I think I can go to the bowling alley right now and do a lot better just based nice. off that conversation. Like, that's, and then on the opposite side of that spectrum, um, I met, you know, countless of bartenders, a uh, uh, few bar owners. I met just everybody. Like, there was just so many fucking different people. But, um... Yeah, like there's there's something about traveling on your own that I think is really special. Uh, I don't, I wouldn't always want to do it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I would, I would love to go back there uh, with a group or with a friend or you know with someone. But uh, as far as taking back anything right. that happened, absolutely not. I, it was, it was fun, dude. It yeah. was a great time. I mean, I still wish um, the original plan would would have worked out. You know, right. with me and and someone else. Right. But. Uh, it was a curveball that got thrown at me. I think I went with it, and I think I knocked that fucker out of the park because I had a good time. I survived, you know. Yeah. And uh, the number one thing everyone kept saying is like, "Chicago's a dangerous city." That's what I've heard. You yeah, Chi Town's rough, rough streets and stuff. And you gotta be careful. It's <laughs> a dangerous city. Like, yeah. You're so like, is I'm, Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm a dangerous person. So yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, I'm a walking weapon, bro. Hello. <laughs> Come on now, like I'm no slouch. You know, yeah. I know how to defend myself. I mean. In my adult life, you know, like I've I've dedicated a fucking a, a, a large portion of my life into yeah. training my body and my mind and my knowledge in, uh, you know, making sure if I were ever in a scenario <laughs> like that, that I would increase the chances of me not being the one that gets hurt. So yeah, I, feel, I feel confident, you know. Fuck yeah. I feel very confident. But aside from that, my, my whole point was... Every city is dangerous. There's dangerous. Yeah, there's, there's dangerous, dangerous people everywhere. Yeah, there's dangerous people at, at, at every in every single town. Besides, maybe like Beverly Hills and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. There's I mean, one I can, or get, two. Picky. I can yeah. get picky. but I mean, I'm sure there's one or two guys out there that, that are some heavy hitters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Malibu's got the heavy hitters and I'm Beverly sure Hills do, and whatnot. Man. I'm oh. sure they do, dude. You could you could line up the three heaviest hitters in Boo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dropping all. You think of them. so? Fuck yeah. That's but yeah, man, it was um, it was great. So like that was that was the number one thing. It's like that John everyone... Jones lives in Malibu yeah. and shit. You're like, oh shit! Yeah, right. Did not mean to sign up for this yeah. one. You know what's funny about that is um, uh, going back to what I was saying about everyone saying that oh it's a dangerous city. Um, they were when I was picking up uh, two disposable cameras at this Target uh, for for the trip because um, yeah. it, it was it was a it was an idea that I thought was great that I'm gonna actually implement every time I go on a trip. I'm gonna pick up two disposable cameras every time. And I'm going to take pictures. And the cool thing about that is you don't see the picture. You kind of have to wait to get it developed. Yeah. But on top of that, you get a limited amount. So you have to make that picture count. And I don't know. I think it's just fun, you know. And I actually got a lot of positive feedback. Like every time I would give it to somebody to take a picture of me, yeah. they would always say, they still make these? So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And a couple of comments were uh, were like, where are you going to get the, the film developed? I'm like, at the same place that I bought it. <laughs> like, <laughs> the question is that, you know. Where would you buy it? At Target. <laughs> uh, I was like, where do they make that? Yeah, right? I was thinking Costco, it's but... It's a special order. No. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I know a guy that knows a guy that hooked me up with two disposable cameras, so it kind of worked it's out. It's a black market deal. <laughs> yeah, right? I owe him a favor, but whatever. Craigslist. Gotta, yeah, he's got to help him bury your body. Um, uh, anyways, so 
uh, going back to it, yeah, so I'm, I'm buying these two cameras, and uh, the guy cashing me out goes, going on vacation? And he just called it. And I was like, actually, I am. He goes, where are you going? I said, Chicago. He goes, ooh. Mm. What? Be careful. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is Chicago like, that dangerous? Yeah, I don't know, I guess. Jesus I mean, Christ. I came back fine, you know? I, I didn't have any issues. The only, the only thing that... The only thing that I beat up were my feet because I fucking walked everywhere. Yeah, lucky for uh, the Chicagoans. Yeah, exactly. I beat up my shoes. Um, no, yeah, but he said that. He just like he just goes, "Oh, be careful." And I was like, "Oh, really?" He goes, "Yeah, it's a dangerous city, man. Like you should hmm. just be careful." And I was like, I'm, "I'm, I'm sure I'll be okay." And he just goes, "Okay." But in his <laughs> like, he eyes, did, like he didn't believe you. Or yeah, something? in his eyes, I just I'm like, this he's guy like, okay, thinking. buddy, whatever. Yeah, like yeah, this but. guy's probably thinking, I'm gonna see this motherfucker on, on the news, on the news yeah. missing LA right. guy, was Chicago, California man. Yeah, it was right. missing in Chicago. Yeah. And I'm, again, I'm going back to what I said earlier. That first point, as far as like being able to travel anywhere in the U.S., like I speak the language, man. Like I, I first off, being in a situation where you can get hurt, whatever, mugged, um, just beat up. Yeah, uh, assaulted, whatever. Um, nobody ever wants that to happen. Period. No, yeah. nobody wants that. But some huh. people don't pay attention yeah, to their surroundings. Yeah. yeah, like don't. And if, if you're you, walk, if you're walking past an alleyway, maybe mm-hmm. give yourself a little distance between you and the alleyway. You know, yeah. you walk towards oh, the left side instead 100%. of like right on yeah. where somebody or, can grab you and pull you in. Yeah, you or know, don't like don't go out at night like in certain areas. Like if you go out walking at night, make sure oh, you're man. staying in like in an area that's like kind of cool. So, you know, I used to play with fire fucking walking home from uh, Alameda into Oakland oh, with really? like all my server money and everything. Like oh, dude, walking through the worst parts. That's oh, dude, I was sure. super gambly. Yeah. For sure. Thinking back on it now. Uh huh. But there's definitely, you know, there are people out there, not saying that they put themselves in that situation on purpose, but they don't, they're not paying attention to uh, their surroundings. Um, So they're allowing, uh, see, I don't want to say allowing because it makes it sound like they're conscientious of it, but they're not. They're just, they, um, they're, well, I think presenting a possibility of that. Yeah, well, they're, they're like putting they're a target on themselves. Yeah, they're really. increasing their chances of that happening. Yeah, because not saying they want it to happen. Right. But you know, if you. But if if you're a predator and, yeah, you, and you see exactly. and you see somebody that's paying attention For and sure. aware, like you're, you're going to get that read For on sure. that person. What do you, you know? You're going to go after the victim, the person oh, that is emitting all those things that yeah, is being 100%. oblivious or. And dude, I'm walking with like my backpack and I have my my wallet, you know, on me yeah. and like, but I'm very aware. I'm constantly looking left or right. I'm right. Like listening. Um, every now and again, like oh, just like turn around, like yeah. she was following. You're not gonna get snuck. You're not gonna get snuck up on. You know what I mean? You're, no, you're sir, paying attention. Man. Yeah. Oh man, it was exactly. crazy. But, Especially being yeah. by yourself, I think you got to be on a little bit, man. Because like, I don't alert. have support. You know, like yeah. I'm gonna have to, you know, fucking really get down and fight. You know, if yeah. something like that were to happen, I would Absolutely. really have to buckle down and. All right, here we go, man. Like I'm fighting for everything right now because I don't have anyone that can stop this. But again, walking around downtown Chicago was actually a very pleasant experience because. There are tons of other people out there also doing the same thing. Just yeah. walking. Just walking yeah, just around. Walking. Sightseeing and stuff. Yeah, 100%. Part nightlife in it. Yeah, the only place where I kind of got a little sketched out was at uh, the south side of Chicago, which I purposefully went there just to see what the big deal was. That's what Kanye is all about, right? South yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went out there. I, I took uh, I took Halsted Street, <laughs> which is like, Halsted Street is like this giant street in Chicago. I took that all the way down. And I went to the south, the south, you know, like right on the outskirts of the south side. And then I just like, you know, checked it out. And it was rough, dude, like for sure. But I mean, if you've been to Skid Row right here in downtown Los Angeles, Mm. it's just like a row of homeless people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that's, it's not as bad as uh, I think we have a little bit more homeless people out here. But that feeling was like that, like concrete, um, uh, not concrete, I'm sorry, uh, brick building, brick apartment buildings. Yeah. Yeah. 
graffiti, broken shit everywhere. Sure. And, but and then again, I wasn't like I was sketched out like I thought something bad was going to happen to me. I was just like, oh man, I bet this place at a certain time of the night is yeah. probably not the best place to walk down. Sure. I'm happy that it's 9 a.m. And I was wondering, guy, I was wondering yeah, what time you went to this yeah, place. And any person that would be willing to do something like that, like mug me or beat me up or ask me if I'm from something, you know, some gang or some shit, is probably asleep right now. Because yeah, they probably it. went to bed just a few hours ago. Right. You know what I mean? Like that was my logic behind it. And I think it worked out. But that was my first day. So um, get there Monday. Uber driver takes me over, uh, uh, drops me off. Uh, that was the same guy that was a professional bowler. I was, I was bowler. wondering. Yeah. Uh, professional bowler. And um, I dropped my shit off. Now, uh, the check-in was at 4, and I got there way before that, obviously. Okay. So I actually had to contact the Airbnb guy and was just like, hey, dude, uh, like I'm here early. Is there any way I can just drop my shit off? And uh, – and so he ended up relaying a message saying, yeah, sure, here's a combination to this place. Just go ahead and drop yourself off in the living room. I was like, all right, cool. So I go in there thinking that's my room, right? Go in there. I see it. I hear somebody singing in the back. I'm like, oh, shit, people are still the, – the, the, the previous the tenants, previous tenants are still here yeah. right now. I'm going to drop my shit off. So I drop my shit off. Adventure started. So I have my stuff at this place, right? Whatever. I take off. I walk – like I said, I walked all the way down to the South Loop. I walked all the way up um, to uh, Chinatown. I hung out in Chinatown for a good good while. Like nice. just checked out the markets, checked out the scene. I had, I had some dumplings at one place. They're fucking pretty good. Nice. Um, just enjoyed every bit of it. You know, every single bit of it. I just tried to, um, you know, just take it all in. Taking the sights. Take in as much as I could. Sure. And then as I was leaving, um, and again, I'm stopping at like fucking like the best restaurant that I can find in that area to try their food. Sure. Like this dumpling place is supposed to be like the best. Chinese restaurant and it got like all these crazy ratings. The dumplings were solid. That's all I had though because I wanted to leave room for pizza. I mean, it's fucking pizza. naturally. Yeah, exactly. So then I walked to this um, pizzeria. It's the oldest pizzeria in Chicago. It's called Connie's. Connie's Pizzeria. Connie's Pizzeria. Connie's a giant fucking warehouse, dude. It's giant. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I went there. I had lunch there. Uh, you know, just really just enjoyed myself. I got to charge my phone too because my phone was dying. And then from there, I walked all the way up to the west side of um, of Chicago, and they call it the West Loop. And there's a bunch of old buildings. There was like a couple fires up there and all this other good stuff. And um, yeah, so I just got to hang out there for a while. Like there's really nothing. It was just like more uh -huh. sort of apartment buildings and all that. Okay. But the one thing I did notice from um, like the south side of Chicago and Chinatown, same uh, brick apartment buildings, but what – Okay, so imagine a giant – I'm sure you've seen this in the movies or in person. Uh, mm -hmm. A giant brick apartment building and each – and then there's just two buildings and uh, there's, a, there's a concrete walkway with little patches of grass. Mm -hmm. Each little patch of grass is connected to the apartment that it's assigned to. Sure. And, um, and the apartment doors were, were in rows of, of, of two and the, doors were, the front door was facing each other. Okay. So you got this little tiny rec area where everybody kind of shares their common space, you know what I mean? Right. And outside of their apartment. And on the south side, it was just concrete, grass, that's it. There's no toys out. There's no none of that. Like you see maybe a bicycle or two, but like it was very just plain, this is it. It's Any, just an apartment building. Anything that would be outside has already been stolen. Yeah, maybe, maybe, you know, whatever. But that, that was it. There was no, like, extra vegetation. It was just that. Yeah. And then when I went to Chinatown, same apartment building, same style, except instead of grass, gardens. Like, oh. a community of gardens, dude. Like, every patch of grass that's attached to that apartment yeah. 
had its own fucking like garden and like, like flowers. Like a unique garden? A very, uh, uh, mainly vegetable forward. Okay. So a lot of tomatoes, a lot of, I saw a lot of peppers. I saw squash. I got to see, uh, uh, what else do they have? One of them had like, it looked like limes or something. One looked like, um, just a bunch of vegetables, man. Oh, that's like, awesome. It was incredible. And then they were all like sharing it amongst themselves. That's and I can smart. only imagine that it's like a barter system, I guess. Yeah. You know, like they just trade amongst themselves. Like, oh, yeah, how's this fucking this? How's yeah, that? Squash, give me yeah. some fucking tomatoes. And then there was actually this one uh, that I wanted to take a picture of that it was, um, uh, it was, it was made out of a PVC pipe and it was standing on all fours. And it had it was connected like at this at the very top like a like a like a PVC pipe like think of a, think of like a horse shape like that you know what I mean okay and um, this PVC pipe intertwined in it was uh, of uh, I believe squash it was just like growing from oh, like a vine yeah like a vine right and on the other side it kind of looked like grapes but I wasn't sure because they were really green so I was like I don't know what the fuck those are but that's awesome yeah and I'm assuming they also use this to water it because while this shit's growing I noticed there's a hose connected to it. And I'm like, that is fucking dope, man. Like, that's some straight up ingenuity right yeah. there. Like, they've either done that before or learned it or For read sure. it. But the fact that they're pulling it off and they're using it and it's actually – they're dude, there was like five or six squashes growing on. They weren't ripe all the way, but you could make out that it was it was a squash for sure. Yeah. And that was just incredible. Like, that was awesome. So, like, those are just two polar opposite examples of what I'm <laughs> saying. So, went on a little bit of a tangent there, but <laughs> – Dude, it was incredible. Like I took I took some pictures of it, so I'll definitely yeah. on with the disposable camera. So I'll definitely show nice. it to you when I get those developed. Um, I still have like six pictures left on that damn thing. I think a little bit more than that actually. But um, anyways, so leave Chinatown, uh, walk up to Connie's Pizzeria, have lunch, and then from there I walk all the way up to um, to downtown Chicago, nice. and I'm hanging out there for a while, just trying to enjoy myself. And um, I got to just I walked all the way to. Uh, uh, Millennium Park, uh, where they have these giant like um, like like a water tower kind oh, of thing. Oh, I saw that on yeah, uh, on yeah, your yeah, Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, which is really cool. Um, big tourist attraction area, and I was there. Isn't for like a water coming bit. out of the top? Like yeah, they're like, yeah, it's it, coming it, off from the very top. It's it, like, like showers a, down, and in, in between both, it's like it's a giant uh, puddle of water in between both, and the water is like five or six inches deep. So you see kids like running and sliding on their bellies and like and like hydroplaning essentially oh, that's awesome. on this water and I was like oh man that was like so much fun <laughs> I want to do that <laughs> which you big like right? you just go boom boom yeah, no, right <laughs> just skid twice and yeah. just done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like my nipples uh. um, yeah and then uh, so that was really cool and then uh, there's like a bunch of like other um, like statues and uh, just art just park art you know what I mean and there's this giant monument. Uh, it's I forget what it's supposed to symbolize, but it's made completely out of uh, reused tires. Oh, so it's like this giant like again I got pictures of it, but it's like this giant fucking art piece that's made out of rubber tires. So it just has like this really cool look to it, like a really eerie but beautiful look to it. Nice. It was awesome. And then uh, then yeah, so Monday uh, Monday was the day that I traveled the most on foot, but it was also the day that I um, I was most exhausted because I didn't sleep. One second on that flight, man. Like, no, no, I didn't, dude. Like, something about it. I don't know. Like, I even while, while I was waiting for my flight, I actually went to the bar and I, I had a couple of shots, thinking 
you know, I'm gonna have a couple shots of whiskey. It's gonna put me to sleep. Uh-huh. Like, I definitely want to sleep on this flight. You know what I mean? Like I didn't, I didn't want to. I wasn't trying to overdo it. It wasn't like I was like trying to get fucked up. I was like, I need I didn't to, pass I, out. Yeah, right. I just need, <laughs> I need two shots to settle me down. Also, flying makes me a little nervous. I'll be 100 percent honest. Yeah. I'm putting that on the podcast. Anybody that says that it doesn't, they're just being silly. Yeah, like you know. I mean, it's fun. It's fun, but it's in exciting. the back of your mind, you've seen Final Destination, Fuck, bro. Yeah, you have. You know what I mean? And if you haven't, you at least know that scene. You know what happens? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what happens? Exactly, dude. So, um, a little nervous. Plane uh, explodes. That's honest. what happens. Yeah, right. <laughs> 100%. Spoiler alert. <laughs> 100%, dude. So, yeah, so um, I, I was nervous for sure. And I decided, you know, I'm going to have a couple shots of whiskey, set, settle the nerves, and I'm going to get some good sleep on the flight. I didn't get any sleep. First off, I'm, in the, I'm, on the, I'm next to the window. Yeah. And I just can't get comfortable. I felt claustrophobic. Like I just, I, the guy next to me was a little bit bigger. The girl next to him was like already cocked back asleep. So I just felt bad. Like, yo, can I just get up to get up? Yeah. Like, so I can get this claustrophobia feeling out of my system. Right. So for about four hours, man, I was just kind of like, like sitting there, like wide eyed. Yeah. Kind of trapped there too. You know. Yeah, for sure. I ended up watching the fucking movie that was on. And it was the Pirates, the newest Pirates movie, Pirates of oh, the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. Except the one, yeah, man, good movie, uh, right? Uh, um, yeah, uh, so except this movie, um, the one TV screen that I had that was right right in front of me, it was it was extremely pixelated and just like not clear. Every other one that I can see around was. That's... So I'm watching the movie, listening to it from like on the other row, like straight up, not even not Cut. even there. Yeah. Like, I felt like I was like squinting most of the time. Doesn't matter, dude. And then after that, they ended up throwing on like some ABC TV show that's just like everyone's over dramatic. <laughs> Everybody was so over fucking dramatic. Um, overacting as I like to say but yeah so like that was the first day so Monday I'm fucking beat tired Mike like exhausted I get back to the Airbnb I I fucking empty my pockets on the coffee table I was so tired that I didn't even move my bag to my room I was just like fuck it yeah. and I empty all my shit it's like 9 o'clock 9.30 I'm already like I'm gonna go to bed start early tomorrow right I'm fucking I'm done you get know? after I'm tomorrow exhausted. right yeah cause I put some miles up and I got to see a lot of shit that first day right and um emptying all my shit I kick off my shoes I know I don't smell good I know I don't smell good like at all like, I don't give a fuck I'm like Got this Airbnb, yeah, bro. Whatever, man. Got my own house, man. I don't have to smell good. Yeah, right. I practically live in Chicago for the next five days, so yeah. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Exactly. So I'm just chilling on the couch. I have my feet up on the couch, just chilling. Couch has net. I mean, the TV has Netflix, so I'm like, Perfect. beautiful. I'm gonna fall asleep to some Narcos. Throw on Narcos on season three, season episode three. one. Uh huh. I watch a few episodes. A lot of fun, and uh, doze off for a second, right? And then, um, and then I wake up. Whatever. I'm on the phone for a little bit. And then while I'm on the phone, um, I hear I uh, so you, it's not a key, it's a, it's a it's a code for the door. I hear the code going off, and then the door opens up, and this black dude walks in with, with that, one of those Arizona teas and a bag of chips. Uh-huh. And I was just like, "Hey!" He goes, "Hey, man!" Uh, I was like, "Oh, are you also staying here?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah, I'm staying in that room right up over there." And again, I'm on the phone, and I'm just like, "Okay." Uh-huh. And he said his name, and I said my name back, and then he like went off to his room. He's out here with my girlfriend. I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." He like walks off, gets in the room. That was it. Uh-huh. I was like, how many bedrooms is in this place? Three. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, three bedrooms. And I'm like, I thought I had this place to myself. What's yeah. going on here? Yeah, like, what the fuck? What the fuck's going on? Who the fuck so, are you, man? Yeah. So, again, I just continue my conversation on the phone. And I was like, that was weird. And then uh, I'm very confused. And then uh, shortly after that, I'm chilling. And then I hear boop, 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 <laughs> oh, again at no. the door. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh Dude, shit. Like, 
what the fuck? And then in walks in two Swedish girls, two blonde Swedish girls. Yeah. Like, really nice. I forget their names. Super sweet. Uh, both of which were a little tipsy. And they just, like, walk in, like, oh, hi. And I'm just like, hey, how are you? Like, who, who are you? Yeah, what the fuck like, is this? Yeah, we're sitting in this room over here. And I'm like, okay, this is like a fucking hostel now. Yeah, like, exactly, This is man. not the Airbnb this is like a, that I thought I, I originally got. Yeah, it's yeah. like a dorm. Yeah, You know for what I mean? Sure. With, like, a common area. For sure. And then I felt really insecure because I'm like, I fucking stink. And this whole time I thought... You've been stinking up be, the common yeah, area? <laughs> yeah, I'm that guy. I'm that fucking guy. Oh, no. I'm like, dude, I stink because I've been walking around all day. I didn't shower after the flight. Like, no sure. wonder everybody went right to their room. Yeah, right? <laughs> Seriously, they didn't want to socialize with me. No, um, so yeah, and then uh, they go to the room. Um, they end up coming out later, and like, that's when I have a conversation with them. I was like, oh, how long have you been in Chicago? And they're like, oh, we've been here for a few days. Yeah. Uh, their English was really, uh, they had a heavy accent. Right. Heavy, heavy accent. But um, I mean, the conversation was pleasant. It was just like, oh, I'm here for a few days. Yeah, yeah, we decided to come out. Uh, we're meeting with some friends. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, are you staying again? Are you leaving tonight? Like thinking maybe, maybe. they're staying longer. They have a later checkout right. in my mind. you know, Because at this time, it wasn't even 10 o'clock yet. Yeah. Well, maybe it was just after 10. So I'm thinking maybe they, they're leaving later or whatever. Sure. And they're like, no, we're staying one more night. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, no big deal. And then um, I watch a few more episodes of Narcos. Uh, go take a shower. At this point, I'm kind of feeling under the weather. Forgot to mention that part. Like, I'm definitely sneezing a lot, blowing my nose a lot. Right. Like, fuck, dude. Airports, right? Terrible. Motherfuckers. Motherfuckers, dude. <laughs> um, so, take a shower, go to bed, wake up the next day. I'm like, all right, I got my agenda. I'm going to Wrigley Field today. I'm going to check out Lincoln Park. Fuck yeah. I have, I have a couple of, um, I have a couple of uh, bars that I want to check out near that area. And I have a, a couple breweries, mainly. And um, and there's, uh, there's a pizzeria that I really want to check out. Um, the first day, Monday, I went to Lou Montanati's. And that is like Chicago's most commercial quality pizza. Think of, um, oh man, uh, think of, I'm trying to think of a restaurant here in uh, California to kind of uh, compare it to. California Pizza Kitchen. Yeah, right. <laughs> Much better though. It's like their, um, what, uh, what's that sushi restaurant that fucking Mark used to work at? Oh, uh, Nobu. Nobu. Does Nobu have multiple locations? Yeah. In they California? Got, uh, I don't know about California. I know they got a Vegas spot. They okay. got a you know Malibu spot. Gotcha. So think of, they're not as pristine as Nobu as far as like their quality and this and that. And right. Everything's so fucking great and expensive. But this is like Chicago's like deep dish pizza where it's a very popular name. So there are multiple locations in Chicago though. Yeah, but, it's, like, yeah. but it's exclusive to Chicago. Yes, it's not like I believe it's, so. It's not like a, like a nationwide chain. Yeah, I don't think so. Got I'm it. pretty sure on that. But I, please fact check me listeners. Feel free to... <laughs> Email me or text me if you know me personally. And let Stupid, me know. there's yeah. one in Vegas too, dummy. Yeah, like, right. Oh, great. There's one in Orange County, dumbass. Like, uh, you know, I'm like, right. whatever, dude. I didn't whatever, fucking man. know. Two, guys, two guys talking, man. This right. isn't an encyclopedia. Should have done my research, man. <laughs> um, so anyway, so I go to Lou Montanati's and I try out their pizza. Great, dude. Like, I, there was like an evolution of pizza. Because I went to Connie's first. Pizza was good. It was good. It was great. Good. I went to Lou Montanati's. A scale of one to ten. I would say Connie's is like... 7.5. We need numbers. Our audience needs yeah. numbers. So I'd say like 7.5, you know. 7.5? Yeah, 7.5. Like a C. Yeah, C. Passing. Exactly. Passing. But you're not, you're not getting yeah. whooped by your parents. Definitely not. Okay. Definitely not. I'm sure, cool. sure their other Italian dishes were much better, but their pizza wasn't bad. Okay. Um, Lou Modernati's is like an 8.5, dude. Like, okay. It's solid, dude. Like solid. Uh, everything from the crust to the, the sauce, a lot of sauce. And that was one thing that you need extra sauce for that much dough. You know what Fair. I mean? Yeah, like you it's would a deep think a yeah, you, yeah, you can't go. You just can't sit it's there. It's just and too much bread. You need, bread. A, you need yeah. a ratio. You need, exactly. Yeah. So a lot of sauce, cheese, 
and it's different because they, they like pile the sauce on over the you know our, our version of pizza you see the pepperoni and the sausage you can like you can see where they are yeah and this one's completely different like it's the meat the cheese and, and then, then the sauce and the sauce and like huh. the cheese and the sauce are kind of there so you can see that you can see the cheese but you can see it's like it's like an equal blend yeah and it's fucking great dude so good so I destroyed this pizza that's when I went over to, 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 to Millennium Park then I went home so wake up the next day fucking feeling like a champ dude ready to go I, I, I take the uh, so this is the day I take the metro um, the, the whole the, the, the bus the, the, the train all that stuff um, I go take the bus go to Target I pick up some medication Target Target so one <laughs> thing I'm like I know Target man like that's yeah. like that's like you know that's like my milestone like not my yeah. milestone that's like my uh, my landmark you know right. what I mean? like my little checkpoint um, go to Target pick up some medication because I'm feeling under the weather I know I mentioned that earlier and uh Immediately start feeling better. Like I'm like I can breathe. I can fucking enjoy myself here in Chicago. Like I don't want to be sick. You know, it sucks. Sure. So, get on the metro, right? I get I get the little metro pass thing, which um, I'm not gonna forget this. So I do want to bring up a point of what I'm gonna start doing as far as traveling goes, like a little souvenir, personal souvenir. So I get on the metro, right? Now there are five different metro lines, uh, and they're all categorized by a color. There's like green, blue, pink, red, and um, yellow, I think. Okay. Or brown, one of the two. Two opposite colors, but it doesn't matter. So they're, they're all different colors. It might even be more uh, 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 than that, to be honest with you. But um, so I'm thinking, okay, these are all intertwined somehow. So I can take the green, that'll eventually take me to the blue, right. that can drop me off next to the fucking uh, the, the, the pink if I need to get there. Right. Like they don't just go in one way. Ignorance is bliss, right? Like, I just didn't fucking know. I just sure. assumed. Like, I'm not from the city, nor did I take my time to look at the map. I was just like, all right, getting on the metro. Got it. Next one pulled up. I'm like, this is the one. This <laughs> like, is it. This is the only one. It's got to be I the need. right one. This yeah. one. And I, I was, get on this. I wasn't fully wrong because some of them actually do end up doing it. <laughs> so I wasn't fully wrong. It, that implies that you were partially wrong. I was 100% wrong. Okay. partially wrong. Right. <laughs> if that's even a thing. Yeah. 100% partially wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the part that you were wrong about was, that was 100%, 100% wrong. wrong. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So, uh, it was just part. Yeah, so I get on the green line. Uh, for those of you that are um, that know Chicago or have been to Chicago, I'm sure you're um, going to get a crack out of this because I told the story to every bartender, and each one of them had a really good chuckle, and they were like, I could definitely see how you get confused at that, like, especially since you're not from here. Right. But um, So get on the green line thinking, this motherfucker's going to drop me off right next to Wrigley Field, which the Metro is supposed to do that. It, the if you take the right fucking train. <laughs> right. Uh, to, give you an idea, yeah, to give you an idea, uh, the green line runs west to east. The one that I was trying to take was the red line, which runs south to north. Ah. North being where Wrigley Field is at. North so, Chicago. North of Chicago. Okay. And I'm going on the green line. It took like two stops before I'm like, wait a minute. I think I'm going in the opposite fucking direction. Like, right. I'm not going anywhere near it. So I end up... Um, End up getting off the metro. Uh, I end up talking to one of the people, and uh, they're like, "Oh no, yeah, you uh, you're supposed to be taking the red line." I was like, "Oh, well, how far am I from the red line?" Because you couldn't, you can't reconnect with the red line using that metro. Thinking, like I said earlier, I thought they all eventually connected at some point, but they don't. Um, thankfully, I got dropped off just a few blocks away from the nearest uh, entrance to a red line. So I'm on my fucking Google phone, right? My my uh, my Android. 
on Google Maps, and I'm trying to find this fucking this entrance. And I'm walking around as I'm as I'm walking, my stomach's growling, growling at me. Right. I see this place called fucking um, Pop Bellies. It's a sandwich spot. Think of like their Jersey Mike's, kind of like that. Okay. Um, and it's local to Chicago. And I'm like, I'm gonna have myself a sandwich. Stop there, had some fucking delicious sandwich, had some broccoli and cheddar soup. So good. That sounds good oh right now. God, it was so good. And then um, continue back on my journey. I'm walking up. And I'm lost, dude. Like, I'm <laughs> lost in Chicago, and I'm loving it. Like, this added, like, with the food included, with the stop with food included, yeah. like an hour, hour and ten or so um, to my to my original plan on getting there at a certain time. Sure. But, you know, I got lost, and I, I wanted that to happen, though. So yes. I wasn't mad at it. wasn't yes. mad. I wasn't about to fucking get a lift and go over there. Like, fuck you. Like, I'm riding the train. I'm getting Yeah, there. I'm going to do the yeah. public transport. I'm going to be part of exactly. the Part, part of the, of the experience. city. Yeah, yeah, part of the, you know, yeah. fabric of the... Hell yeah. Of Chi-Town. So, I, uh, as I'm walking down the street, um, I hear this uh, this gentleman, like, talking to people. And, I, again, I'm not really listening because I have my headphones on. I had my headphones in one ear because I'm listening to the UPS, the UPS, the GPS guy uh, or girl. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm walking this way. And I'm, like, looking at the map. And then out of nowhere, I didn't realize, but I'm, like, walking up and the guy's standing right in my way. Um, you know, this white dude. Uh, he's well-dressed. And um, he goes uh, with a very... Um, flamboyant uh, accent uh-huh. I goes do you have a minute to talk about gay rights and I was just I stopped uh-huh. and I was just like uh he goes yeah can I have a minute of your time to talk about gay rights and I said actually man I don't even have 10 seconds like I'm actually lost right now and then immediately he went from like this very like hey stop and talk to me for right. a because I'm trying to get you to join my cause to right. Oh, honey, where are you trying to go? That's exactly what he said. I was like, that was Oh, honey, where are you trying to go? Oh, honey, where are you trying to go? And I was like, I'm trying to find the red line, man. I'm trying to go to Wrigley Field. And he goes, oh, honey, come here. And like, he fucking (laughs) went like, you know, go up this street, make a right on that street. No, you can't stop doing the voice. Go up this street. There it is. Right up the other street. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yeah, you can. Yeah. So, you know, really nice guy, though. You know, really, really nice guy. And, um. And so he gave me directions, and I fucking turned off my app. So I was like, got it, dude. He yeah. gave me street names. You said about a half a block in, you'll see it. It'll be right there. Uh, Perfect. Put my phone away. I thank him. He thanks me. I say, good luck with your call, man. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, what did yeah. you say? Did you give him a minute for his rights? I know, right? I was like, oh, I got to go, man. Yeah, I still uh, don't have any time, even though, yeah, you, right? but, even though you gave me some of your time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So, um, so I walk off. <laughs> I'm doing it. Yeah. I'll be at the next Pride Parade, buddy. I yeah, promise. Right. I promise you. <laughs> um, yeah, so then I finally um, I end up finding the, the red line, jump on, takes me to Wrigley Field. It took a little bit because I was pretty fucking far. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not pretty fucking off. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty far off from that fucking original uh, plan. Um, finally get there, and it is – I've only been to two baseball stadiums, um, the Dodger Stadium and now uh, R- Wrigley, Wrigley Field. Yeah. Um, Actually, lying. Um, I also have been in the Petco one out in San Diego. In San Diego. And I think I've been to the Giant Stadium also in San Francisco. Yeah. So I've been to four. Yeah. But um, out of all those experiences, man, I've never felt this energy coming yeah. from a stadium yeah. like I did that day. There's so much history that come that's come out of that thing. They've been playing there for over a hundred years. You know, that was it's a like thing. it's it's yeah. It's I told you that when you were it. when you were when I. I knew that you were going to Chicago uh-huh. and that you were going to uh, actually stop by Wrigley Field. I was like, dude, that's on my bucket list as a baseball player. Like, to go see that Ivy in the outfield yeah. and, like, mm-hmm. just – it's just the fucking Cubs, man. Especially yeah. – I mean, it's they pretty cool. <laughs> it's, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's cool that you got to – like, because before, there, it's been 
associated with this drought, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, of, of the of the longest drought in like American sports of not winning That's a championship. Crazy. So it's like fact check me if I'm wrong on that, listeners, but I think it's the longest drought. I think you're right. No, because a bartender ended up telling me that there's a local brewery that made a pale ale specifically for the Cubs yeah. called 106 years. Or yeah, like that and it's based off the years that they spent the, with that without a, uh-huh. exactly without a championship. So. It's crazy the history, the uh, almost the sorrow that comes out of that place from from mm-hmm. people being Cubs fans and being disappointed throughout history yeah, of playoffs. Are, I mean, I'm sure there's a large number of Cubs fans that passed away without seeing the Cubs win oh, a single championship. A shit ton. I mean, a hundred years? Are you kidding a me? A shit ton of That's people. That's a lot of people. A that lot of people never that got to see their team win. Never, ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Got Fucking to see crazy. their team win, dude. And Fucking it's crazy. It's a it's a trip, man. What that does to you as like a child too, when your your team that you're you're a fan of gets to go to the World Series, you know, or, mm-hmm. or even a or, or like what the Joe Montana or Steve Young, what Steve Young did from for my life, you know what I mean, as a as a quarterback fan and a Niners fan, mm-hmm. and then winning the Super Bowl that year and finally like beating Dallas and like we all got to be champions with them. Yeah. So it's just it, it on a on a tangent. It's just, I just think it's really awesome. Uh, I think it's awesome to be in a city that has a sports team and. And uh, yeah, to have that team win a championship in your during your childhood or just in your lifetime is yeah. just awesome. Oh, dude, it's incredible. So Cubs fans, you know what I mean? For mm-hmm. what that that's why I thought it was so cool to see all these lifetime Cubs fans, the the Bill Murrays of the world, the Vince Vaughns come out, and mm-hmm. anybody just you know I know those are the famous ones, but just anybody, dude, to, to understand how many millions of people that like was such a relief for it was like pretty cool mm-hmm. you know I'm, oh man it's i'm sure i'm sure and also the on, fact that i called it yeah there you go <laughs> hey yo i actually proved to that i remember you saying that yeah um that new manager that took over the right? new, you said uh, within maddox the, within, yeah. the, within, the, within the first two years of him coaching they'll, they'll, they'll win the world series happened. awesome that was a yeah. great call dude um, I'm, I'm following that up uh, with, by, the with another bold one. Well, I, I, the Dodgers will be in the World Series this year. Uh, I don't think that's a bold prediction, though. Okay. Um, not very bold at all, actually, because they've like set a record for having like the best 60-game streak or best record over the course of... I don't know. They set some sort of record this yeah. year. They're a hot team. So, uh, But my bold prediction uh, on a tangent will be that the Raiders will be in the Super Bowl before they get to Vegas. Hmm. So over the next two years, uh, they will be in the Super Bowl. That's fucking dope, man. Yeah, so I, huh. that's we'll what see. I, I, I see it happening. Heard it here. You first, heard it here first, you? folks. Raiders in the Super Bowl in the next two years, right? Probably Little this Little year. Steel. Probably this year. We'll see, man. We'll see. Um, all those Raider fans are gonna be super excited about oh, that. Oh yeah, they already are. But, uh, but yeah, but going off of that tangent that you were uh, you were on about uh, the history and the people that finally got to see their team win, the, yeah. sh- uh, the Cubs, the win, Cubs the specifically Cubs win. in that that yeah. field, all the history in that exactly. field, man. So like while I'm there, like I, I feel it, right? Like I feel it, and it's so hysterical because um, I was Snapchatting everything, right? And um, Snapchatting and Instagramming it. And uh, J Six, shout out J Six. J Six. He uh, he hits me up uh, via text message saying, "Dude, Wrigley Field, so awesome, yeah. so much history there." Yeah. And I was, and I to which I responded, "There's this energy coming from this podcast. <laughs> <I> feel it. <laughs> There's this energy coming from it." And I was thinking that even yeah. before he sent me that text message, and then he replied, "I bet, dude, like fucking, it's a hundred years, you know, whatever." Yeah. And then what was boggling my mind was that where I was standing a hundred years ago. There was probably people just hanging oh, yeah. out right in that same spot. Same like, spot. And he just, dude, that's fucking gnarly. Yeah. Gnarly. It's so it's, crazy. It's, it's almost to the point of like being a, a national monument. Yeah. Do you know I what I mean? Like, because of being and, America's and, game and yeah, whatnot. And for it's sure. Like, definitely see that. Wrigley, I don't, I don't want to 
I don't fact check me, sports fans, but I want to say it's one of the, if not the oldest stadium, definitely one of the oldest stadiums. I, I think Fenway is up there, mm-hmm. uh, but it's like, yeah, it's a staple of our history. Oh, for sure. And it's yeah, it's it's it's, it's beautiful, beautiful. It's, it's cool yeah. that it's still an active like because most of these things that are like in history, you know, like mm-hmm. the, the Lincoln Monument or or whatever it is, it's like or the Liberty Bell in Philly. It's like these things are. Almost like museum type esque yeah, stuff where that. people come around and take tours. Yeah. Wrigley Field, they're still playing baseball in it. Like yeah. it's this like it's like you're it's like you go to to Rome uh-huh. and you go to the Coliseum and they're still having fights in there and yeah. shit. Like it's still like you still got the sold out stadium. It's like what the fuck? Like you're still you know that it's history, you know that it's kind of a museum, but uh-huh. you're it's still active and it's that yeah. I think that's pretty cool. That is cool, man. There's actually a tour being uh, being held there that day, and I really thought about doing it, but I ended yeah. up not. So if I ever go back, I would like to. First off, I try to watch a game, yeah. but um, about a week, they're all in Pittsburgh. Motherfucking. Playing. I know. And uh, But if I end up, when I go back, because I'm definitely going to go back to that city one day, um, when I go back, I'm going to try to watch a game, but if that doesn't work out, for sure, I'm going to take that tour. I feel like there's a thing about their hot dogs at that stadium. I feel like they've got a special, like a Chicago. Frank or something like oh, that. that. Like, right? there's like, I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. Uh, do you? I don't know. I could be. No, but, you, uh, you also could be right. I really or don't or know. maybe I just heard of somebody famous just talking about there's nothing better than eating a, than watching the Cubbies play and eating a ballpark dog or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably from some movie like The um, Rookie or something. Maybe. Maybe. But um, so like, again, just kind of, I, I keep getting off uh, topic because I want to like, say this story. Uh, <laughs> there was this, uh, this part where, again, going back to the whole like people were so relieved finally seeing their team win. Right. Um, there was a, uh, a, a a group of people that were there, and it was uh, it was it was uh, three three separate couples, but they all they all were there together. Sure, uh, older, like in their sixties, seventies ish, around there, right? Got and they're it. all just like you know they're hanging out, and the guys were decked out from head to toe with fucking Cubs gear, like straight up, awesome blue hats, shirts, just you know sporting it, yeah, repping it hard, and they're all taking pictures in front of the stadium. The wives are taking the pictures. They're taking pictures together, and it's, it's really cute. And um, and then one of the guys stops. Swear to God, he stops, and he's staring at the giant sign, the the Cub Stadium, like yeah. the very front entrance. And he has his hands on his hip, on on on, on his hips, and uh, his he's just standing there. And I see him take off his baseball cap, put it down to his side, and then he says out loud to everybody, "All right, I I think." I think uh, that that's that does it for me. Like, I've, I, I can die now. Like he literally said huh. that. He's all right. I think yeah, I, I can I could die now. And then like huh. they all, all kind of had a laugh about it, you know. And in my mind, I'm thinking, buddy, you're already pretty old, man. You uh, probably shouldn't be saying don't that. Don't be you tempting know? fate, motherfucker. Yeah, seriously, bro. Don't put that but, shit in the universe. Yeah, for sure. What but if he meant it's it? so crazy though, because like this guy's probably he's obviously gone his entire life, and however long he's been a Cub fan, like let's just say it's been. You know, half of his life he's been a Cubs fan. He never has actually gone out to the stadium to see it himself. And but not only did he get to see his team win, but yeah. he also got to see the stadium before he passed. Right. And I was there to witness that moment yeah. because I my it took my attention away from the stadium to just watching this guy, and I, I felt that moment that he was experiencing. That he was experiencing it as, as a Cubs fan. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where the energy was coming from. It was more so like the people around it. Right. Because I wasn't the only one out there taking pictures. Like sure. fucking no way. Um, so like, I felt that dude like I got to see that and I got to I heard him say that like he said that and they all kind of laughed he's like yeah I, I can die now you know I'm like shit dude that's freaking awesome I wonder uh, as 
like a sports fan. So especially for like all these Chicago Cubs fans, it's like, okay, you've built up this whole thing. You've almost got this identity of like, fuck, man, we can't win. Or like, we're the tough luck people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like part of their, their thing for, I mean, this guy's had that for 60, 70 years. It's yeah. been a thing. Like, no, my Cubs, I'm a Cubs fan. I'm loyal even though we don't win. That's who I am. Like, uh, they're, they're always the people looking up. You yeah. know what I mean? But then they win the championship and it's kind of like, you almost put so much lore on this thing, on winning the World Series, and it's the thing that you just can't achieve. It's the unachievable thing, and that's just what it is. And then once you achieve it and you finally catch it, and you're like, oh, well, now what? Mm-hmm. Now there's nothing else. There's nothing to chase. Yeah. There's, I just won it. What do I want? I want it again, I guess? Yeah. Like, I, I remember as a, as a Warrior fan, my whole life we sucked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, the Warriors were just bad, but I was still their fan. I love the Warriors. That's my team. Mm-hmm. And then we got... And, uh, like, that was part of my identity. He's like, yeah, I'm a Warrior fan. I know we're bad. Like, yeah, you can make fun of us. But, you know, we're going to probably beat you sometime. You know what I mean? Well, look at you now. And then, <laughs> yeah, but it's like, then we win the championship that one year. And I remember how important it was. I really wanted us to win a championship, and I thought it was the most important thing ever, and it was going to make whatever, make my life better, or whatever. And then they win the championship, and I'm like... Oh, okay. So now I get to say that my team won the championship. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just I, I, I. It's almost like I built it up so much that it was so important that they won. And then when they won, it was like, well, this isn't really that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Like the draft is coming around the corner. Like all these teams get to draft again. There was thirty-one losers. Mm-hmm. You know. So I, I don't know. It's just. I started to, once you finally achieve it, it's kind of like, well, okay. I, I almost moved on from watching this. I'm like, well, my Warriors won. Okay, now yeah. there's, I, I'm, I'm satisfied. Yeah. I don't know what else. I don't know. It's a weird feeling. I'm just wondering if Cubs fans who've, you know, been so long without a championship, once yeah. they got it, I'd, I'd love to, like, pick their brains about how they're feeling about this season or, or you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I get you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just curious yeah. about how that, how the psychology of, of that is. I'm curious too now. Like yeah. something I didn't really think about. Like, I feel like because they went so much longer with this drought of not winning a single championship, if that one championship is that much more significant to them and, and like in their lives, right? Or is it like you were saying, are they just numb now? Like, is it just like, oh, okay, well, let's hopefully we win another one, you know? But for that guy that I saw standing there, it looked like a big fucking deal. So he probably had the mindset of, okay. I finally got to see the Cubs win a World Series. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Knock that one off the, the, the list right. of things that I would like to see or do or whatever. Now the next thing is, I want to go to Wrigley Field right. and see that shit for myself. And it was just cool. I mean... I, but it's weird that the, the feeling is next. I was like, okay, I can die now. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm almost thinking that's almost like a depressed thought. Like, he's yeah, like, I can see that. He's like, oh, okay. Well, what else is there? Like, I was—we yeah. were always chasing this thing, and it was like my fight, and now we've mm-hmm. got it, and now I've kind of lost my, 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 my carrot, yeah. so to speak. Like, what else? What am I driving? Like, okay, well, I guess I probably should just die. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. Yeah, I get you. I'm just curious. That's, I get that's you. a that's a that's a. Hearing that story, I was just like, man. This guy, it was so important to him that the Cubs won that, like, he was almost hanging on, or like he wasn't. He was, he wasn't going to allow death mm-hmm. to even cons- be considered as an option because, you know, I have to see the Cubs win. Yeah. It's just crazy. Well, he got it, dude. Yeah, he got, <laughs> he it, got it. Yeah, and then uh, after that, I went to a brewery. I went to Revolution Brewery. Nice. And then uh, 
That was a transition, right? Yeah. And then I went to a brewery. After, <laughs> so I went to the brewery. Yeah, right? After a historic fucking place like Wrigley Field, I went to a brewery. Yeah, well, I went to uh, Revolution Brewery, which is like their, one of their number one craft breweries in Chicago, which is fucking amazing. Like, really cool spot. Nice. And then I went to um, another craft beer bar, right? Like, really, really close by. And then um, from there, I made my way over to Lincoln Park. And um, so I'm taking the metro Rest back. In peace. I know, right? It's crazy. Uh, um, so I'm making my way back to Lincoln Park. And while I'm on my way I, uh, I stop at this place to get some food and while I'm there I'm like I'm like alright cool you know it, it felt like a, it felt like that restaurant kind of felt like a college spot like a college restaurant you know like yeah. they were doing trivia and shit so I was like oh, I'm gonna hang out and do some trivia too um, so I'm sitting there playing trivia I'm like alright cool so I'm heading out and while I'm walking um, I, I'm like oh again on my phone lost and I'm like where the fuck is this <laughs> park like I'm looking for this park you know what I mean I'm looking for this park and then I'm just walking, stumbling along. Oh, man. And this... I really want the, the gay buddy to come back and be like, know, oh, right? but, oh, honey, are I mean, you lost again? Yeah, right. Oh, come Seriously. here. <laughs> I want that. So you owe me two minutes of your time. Um, yeah, uh, right. Help me out twice. Uh, yeah, so um, I'm walking, and there's, there's this girl walking my way, and I'm like, I fucking, I'm lost. I got to ask for some help. You know? right. So I'm like, hey, excuse me. I hate to bother you, yada, yada, but I'm actually looking for Lincoln Park. And she goes, you're in Lincoln Park. And I was like, <laughs> what? She's like, yeah. And I said, I'm sorry. I, I'm not from here. I just imagined Lincoln Park was like a park. She goes, well, there are multiple parks in Lincoln Park. If you want to go to one, I can point you in that direction. But like you're in the heart of Lincoln Park right now. And I'm like, oh, oh, well, thank you for your time. Yeah, right. Like, shit, dude. Talk huh. about a touristy moment. Yeah, right. Talk about a fucking tourist moment. So I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. And um, <laughs> foot, in, so, foot in mouth. Yeah, right. Seriously. So I'm like, all right, well, knock Lincoln Park off my list, I guess. I, I guess I'm gonna head back. And there was this bar that I wanted to go to called Lone Wolf, and it was located right next to um. To Fitting a, for the trip. Yes, sir. Uh, That's why I was like, I gotta hit this. Place gotta up hit the Lone Wolf up. Gotta being hit a lone it up, wolf man. Right now. Gotta fucking howl the whole way there. Fuck yeah, bro. Um. So I, uh, I get did back. Did you howl on, the whole way there? I did. Oh, I was I wondering. I was like, that'd be kind of cool. Looking back on it, maybe on the way home. If I did. Yeah. Damn it. Um. I was just curious. Yeah. Right. So I make my way back to the train. Take the train down. Um, I'm, I finally uh, end up finding uh, a lone wolf, and I actually my original plan was to um, have dinner at the burger joint right next door to this bar called uh, called Al Cheval, and it's considered the best burger joint in Chicago. Nice. Like, everybody knows about Al Cheval. If you know anybody, if you meet anybody from Chicago, just be like, "Yo, man, how's that Al Cheval?" and watch their fucking eyes light up and say, "Best fucking burger in Chicago, right?" Like yeah. it's crazy. So. But I wasn't hungry because I really stuffed my face in that restaurant that I was at, right? So I, I get to Lone Wolf. I have a couple of pints. I'm hanging out, chit-chatting with the bartender. Um, I asked him. I was like, yo, man, uh, are you guys allowed to drink? He's like, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, if somebody buys us a shot, I can. And I said, all right, cool. Do you mind if I, if I buy, you guys a, buy you guys and myself a round of uh, 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 shot of Fernet? And he goes, oh, you mean the bartender's handshake? And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I mean. He goes, oh, you in the industry? And we started just talking. Boom. In, yeah. right? Chit-chatting. I ended up, we ended up taking three shots of Fernet. All of which were comped. He didn't charge me for a single shot. So yeah. I was like, thank you, buddy. That was fucking cool of you to yeah. do that. You know. Plus, he bought me a beer because I had like two or three of them. I had three beers. That's awesome that you offering to buy them a specific type of shot is like unlocking. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm actually getting free shit now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Seriously. It's like a cheat code. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, a cheat is. code, man. Uh, so anyways, one second. <laughs> I had to wet the whistle. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, I'm there hanging out, whatever. And then um, I, I missed one little detail, but I'll just say it as if I were there. But I was on my way to this bar, right? Uh-huh. 
but the little detail that I missed out is I end up getting a text message saying, hey, this, the, the room that you checked into actually isn't your room. The reason you're supposed to be in the same building, but there's a second house underneath that one that was a, the room that you were supposed to get. Right. And this, and then they had sent me the original a description of this room, but I looked at it and didn't even read it. I was just like, oh, okay, it's time for me to go back now. Like, cool. Right. I got my room. Not thinking – this is Monday, right? Right. Um, not thinking I should read the description because there's a completely different details on how to access this particular door even though the fucking code is exactly the same. Oh, shit. The code was the same. That's what threw me off. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. Oh. So I saw the I saw the one 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 five code. I'm like, oh okay, cool. Like, got it. My my room's good. Where right. I left my shit is where I'm staying. Right. So, I'm I'm fucking like, well, fuck, dude. Well, this happened when I was in Lincoln Park, mind you. Right. So I was like, fuck, dude. Like, I can't get back there for a little while, man. Like, it's gonna take me at least an hour, hour and a half, you know, just to get there to walk back. Right. And then, um, thankfully, Airbnb guy. Well, he went on to say. No worries. There's a couple trying to check in, but it's all good. Like, take your time, be safe. It'll be it'll be okay. And I was like, all right, cool, man. So I'm at Lone Wolf. They're trying to check into the room that you stayed in on Monday. I have all my shit like just there. in there. It's there. Like yeah. I fucking moved in. You know, right? What I mean? I've already showered. Fucking slept in their bed. <laughs> you know, made myself really comfortable. You're, you're lucky that they didn't check in on Monday. It's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Like that you could have had weird. that thing like in the middle or whenever they check in or the like, middle good, of the night. That's a good point. And they're like, hey, man. You're in my bed, yeah. and then you would have had to try to figure that out on the fly, that as opposed to like that would be tough for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I'm only at Lone Wolf for a little while because I'm, I'm tired. You know, it was a long fucking. Day. I started a lot of early. walking. Yeah, a lot of walking. Started really early. So um, I end up. Uh, I was too intoxicated to walk home. It was like a 30, 20 something minute walk home, but I was like, "Fuck that, dude." It's like it's like midnight at this point. Like I'd rather just take a lift and get there. So I get a lift, drives me over to the place. I go in. I walk straight into the room to get my shit. <laughs> they weren't there. They so weren't? I was like, Thank God. Thank man, God. I could have been awkward. They weren't there. Yeah. But as I walk in, I grab all my stuff. I'm figuring it all out. And then on the refrigerator, there's um, there's uh, the, the, the person running the Airbnb. He put a list of like of local like grocery stores, restaurants. Oh, that's cool. Anything you might, a, a drugstore, like in the area, like yeah. pictures of them, right? Printed out pictures yeah. of them. And uh, with the information on how to get there. And I remember going through it. There was a, a Mexican restaurant and a bar that I was like, "Oh, that sounds good. I'm gonna take a picture of that, and and go check it out because it's like right around the corner." Well, as I'm walking out, I'm about to walk out the front door. I remember that detail, so I drop my shit off. I walk back to the kitchen, and I'm there. I'm half drunk. You know, <laughs> I'm half drunk. You know, I have three shots of fernet with three. I'm half, halfway in the bag. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, I'm good. I'm not like stumbling or anything, sure. but like I'm 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 feeling good. You know, I'm in right. a good mood. I'm in a great fucking mood. And the door opens up, and it was a fucking the boyfriend, the the couple. Right? Oh, got it. Yeah, he's in the other room though. So I'm assuming the couple where the Swedish girls were hanging out. Yeah. He's in that room now, and I'm assuming that he was supposed to check in on that room, but the guy was like, "Hey, let's just fucking clear them out. You stay in that room tonight, whatever." Right? Yeah, and I'm then, assuming. I don't yeah, know. I didn't play a little musical chair. Yeah, he and I didn't really talk about that. Right. Uh, what we did talk about is he goes, "Hey, man," and I was like, "Oh, hi." He goes, oh, you just you getting your stuff, you know? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I just got it right over there. I said, I'm just, I'm just, um, I'm just, uh, I'm just taking pictures of like, I explain what I'm doing, right? right? And he goes, oh, okay. And then, uh, and I was like, yeah. So I go back and I'm, I'm taking the picture. And he goes, you know, you can access that information through the Airbnb uh, website over this uh, under under this guy's account. And I'm like, I didn't know that. And he goes, yeah, well, you can. 
and I felt the attitude uh, in his voice. Like, I felt that he was. I felt that he was. Don't upset. get knocked out, cuz. Dude, seriously, he was. Uh, yeah, it's an Asian dude. Um, he seemed nice, but I was like, and immediately, dude, I have, I have like three pages up, right? And I just drop all of them, and I said, I guess that's what I'm gonna do then. And like, I just stopped, turned around, grabbed my shit, walked into my fucking into <laughs> my place. And my place is legit, dude. Like, it was a small little studio apartment kind of a thing. Yeah. Not an apartment, it was a home. And um, drop my shit off. I get undressed. I'm in my fucking PJs. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, like, this is more like it. This like, is, yeah, this, this is, is what I was imagining. Yeah, yeah. Like, my own personal space. Right. And then I realized, holy shit, I left some clothes in the dresser <laughs> of that room. Oh, Specifically, no. I had a, uh, a Target bag that I brought to put all my dirty clothes into. Oh, no. Specifically so- that. Oh, uh, so you gotta go deal with the fucking yeah. attitude, asshole. I'm like, I'm not waiting until tomorrow. Like, it's not gonna do that. I'm just gonna go right now. So I throw all my shoes, I walk back in, and I fucking run to the room, grab my shit, close the thing, run out, and halfway out the house, I'm like, they have Pepsi in their fridge. <laughs> so I run over to the fridge. No, it did just the the person just put Pepsi's in there, and oh. in my room there was just water and Sprite, like, you know. And they had a bottle, of water <laughs> too. but I was like, I want some fucking want Pepsi, some, I want some dude. Mountain Dew, and I was like, I don't fucking want Mountain Dew. So um, I go back Mountain over, Dew. I grab two cans of Pepsi's, and I grab a banana out of their fruit bowl, and I'm fucking gone, dude. I'm just like, <laughs> gone. I'm gonna go back to my room and enjoy myself. And that was my night, dude. That was my Tuesday night. Get back. You didn't catch you grabbing the right in the fridge. Nothing, nothing at all. Thankfully, Uh, Um, he didn't want to get fucked up. He's all, you know. Yeah, right. It'd be really sweet if you did not take our Pepsi's. Yeah, right. (laughs) Dude, he he took one look at me and saw my traps and my deltoids and my gluteus maximus. Oh yeah. And my thick neck. It was like (laughs) I don't want want no part of that man. (laughs) That guy. That at worst, I'm just gonna make a uh, passive aggressive comment about how he can access that information somewhere else and yeah. not here. He's like, I heard Chicago is pretty dangerous. I don't want any part yeah, of this. Right? Guy. That guy's got a thick neck. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, get in my room, pass out, whatever. Um, Wednesday, uh, a little bit of a different uh, day. I um, started a little bit later. Um, I had I had um, this thing lined up for. Um, for Lagunitas Brewery, this whole tour set up. Oh, nice. And yeah, it was fucking gorgeous, dude. And so I'm, I, I, the tour was at one. I got up at like, what time was it? First off, the time thing kind of was throwing me off because they're two hours they're ahead. two hours, they're right? Two yeah. hours ahead, yeah. So that was throwing me off a little bit. So I woke up at, at like nine or 10 or something like that, you know? And the night before, I woke up like at seven because I started really fucking early. Uh, so I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna sleep for like another hour because I have some time until I gotta go. And then my plan was uh, was to walk to Lagunitas because it was like a forty minute walk. Yeah. And uh, they, they they where it was located was on the same street it was on Eighteenth Street, and it was the same exact street that I was on. I was one street back from that street, and it went alongside of uh, of Little Italy, which I was like, I want to check out Little Italy. That's I see what's yeah, up. yeah, for definitely sure. for sure. So it sounds like I, a dangerous place though. Yeah, it was I don't the middle why. of the day. I'm thinking like, Little Italy in Chicago it, sounds like up. mob mm. city to me. Dude, any any one of those mob bosses could have looked at me and noticed my giant <laughs> traps. <laughs> giant traps, giant <laughs> biceps. And the glutes. Strong gluteus maximus. <laughs> and my thick neck. Thick. Thick neck. So, I don't think they wanted mob any of it. wanted no part. Man, I'm like the John Wick of Chicago Little Italy, okay. man. They don't want none of it, all right? I'm okay. the Baba, the Baba Yaga, you know what I mean? The, the El Kukui. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, shout out any mobsters listening to this. Uh, we're yeah, joking. Right. <laughs> totally, totally joking. Uh, 
Uh, so uh, so I, I go on my adventure. I, I leave I leave the place at like at eleven, and then so uh, this street takes you alongside the Hispanic side of Chicago and the and Little Italy, right? So I pass by Little Italy. There's like some spots, whatever. I didn't really stop anywhere there, to be honest with you. But um, while I'm walking down, I look up on on Google on, on on Google search, and I'm like, you know, like really popular restaurants in this near me. Mm-hmm. And then this one Mexican restaurant came up where they got rated in 2015. Their chicken mole got rated as the best chicken mole in all of Chicago. I'm like, I'm having lunch there because I know I'm going to be drinking at Lagunitas. Can I ask what you ordered? I had a. Chicken mole burrito. <laughs> so fucking good, dude. You're like a burger. Yeah. And it was funny because I got the burrito and I was like, yo, can you do the chicken mole? And, you know, because I already got the chicken burrito and just like throw the mole sauce on top and make it like a wet burrito. Uh-huh. She's like, yeah, sure. They charged me $4 for this shit. For the mole? Extra for the mole. Yeah. So I was like, that's that good. <laughs> the mole is that good. And they literally just covered it in sauce. Like, that was it. Fun word to say. Yeah, seriously. And dude, this burrito was almost as big as this fucking keyboard right here. Like, it was massive, man. So, you listeners know it's a thick keyboard. It's, it's a, a thick fucking, keyboard. It's a, it's a 1997 Bruh. keyboard. You're goddamn right it not is. To, not to hate on your keyboard. <laughs> that sounded like an insult. Yeah, right. It uh, says, I went with it. Yeah, my bad, y'all. It's not a 97. It's not a 97. Yeah, no, it's not. 2007. Yeah, something like that. A little, bit, a little bit. It's got all these fancy things on it. I think 2012. You're going 12? I'm going 12. I don't know. Let's it see. It says Logitech. Sure. It is. I don't know what that has to do with uh, the age of it. I know, right? We will see. It's, it should I'm say trying it. to date you, motherfucker. Does it not have it? I don't see it. No. Either way, I, it was a, it was a thick burrito. How old your keyboard, Derek? Uh, I have to know. Like six, seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it was it was a giant burrito, fantastic. I ended up finishing walking all the way to Lagunitas. Now, Lagunitas, it is the biggest brewery in the nation right now. It's a giant fucking warehouse. Oh, shit. Giant. I'll show you pictures after this podcast. Yeah, I like, saw I saw the snaps. Oh, you saw the snaps? I definitely saw the snaps. Dude, like, the front entrance, you walk in, there's a dude that just goes, where you going? Tasting room, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. I'm going to the tasting room. Yeah. And he's at the very front by himself. And he goes, just walk down that hallway. When you get to the very end, go left. And I'm like, okay. Jesus. This hallway was fucking massive, dude. Like a giant, deep hallway. And then throughout the entire hallway, uh-huh. there's like all this beautiful art painted on the walls. And oh. it's all black light throughout the entire hallway. And they're um, those 1970s disco balls that, like, shot out light. If you yeah. reflect the light. There's, like, one every, like, fucking 40 feet or some shit. I don't know. Because, uh, like, there was just a shit ton. And, like, it is just Damn, sounds, bonkers in there. Sounds like you're going into, like, a nightclub or something. Dude, like. in the background, they were playing the Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory theme song. Oh shit! It was almost That's eerie. kind of surreal, yeah. <laughs> yeah, almost because I felt like I was walking into Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. I really did because I'm walking, and then it's um that song was "If You Wish Over Pure Imagination." That whole thing, sure. Like I didn't know justice, but whatever. I was like, keep it going. <laughs> I have a I have a pretty good voice. Um, Generation Songbird. Yeah, right for sure. So going down this hallway, seeing all this shit, I snap it, dude. Like I I have to. I'm like, this is. Gorgeous, and then at the fr- at the very front, he gave me a wristband. He goes, "This wristband gives you um, gives you uh, uh, access to beer and food, and then you get you get a discount at the, at the swag shop." And I was like, "Oh, cool, man, that's awesome!" So I get down to the second check in spot where I meet my tour guide for the day. His name is Shug, right? What's his name? Shug. S H U G G. Shug. 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 S H U G G. Guys from yeah, Shug. 
I don't know why I'm hearing a CK in there. Shug. Okay. Yeah, better. Like like you're spelling it one way, but I'm hearing something different. I don't know why. My ears are picking up a CK. Yeah. uh, Shug. Shug. So I meet this guy, Shug, (laughs) and uh, he takes me to a... um, So there's a tap room with a restaurant, and there's like a separate room where they take all the people that are potential buyers of their beer, you know, Mm -hmm. like business owners and all that shit. And uh, this is like a giant game room. Like we're talking about couches, fucking popcorn machine, uh-huh. life-size Jenga, board games galore, and a bar right in the middle of a beer bar. And it's me, Shug, <laughs> uh, this girl named Jamie, and uh, this other guy. What was his name? God damn it. I forget his name. It was a cool dude. And this other dude named like, um, <laughs> named like Brian. So there's five of us, right? <laughs> I was call him yeah. Brian. I'm, call, I'm pretty sure it was Brian, but I, Bryant or Brian or something like that. Okay. But, um, but anyway, so I'm sitting there chatting with them, and then I'm trying all their beer, like sample cups of it, just fucking running amok, dude. Like, I want all of it. Just do shug, take me on a tour. And we're sitting there trying it, having a good time. I'm chit-chatting. We're all sharing stories. Uh, they're all from Midwestern states. Like, Shug is from... <laughs> I'm trying really hard to really I love it. I know you are. Now. It's awesome. Uh, uh, this guy is from, like, the uh, North or South Carolina. Okay. Um, the girl, Jamie, was from someplace in Iowa. And uh, the guy, uh, Brian to Brian, he was from... Um, I think, he, I think he was from Ohio, I mm-hmm. think, or something like that. Well, from O-State. No, it was Minnesota. He was from Minnesota. Just kidding. Minnesota. That's what it was. <laughs> And uh, yeah. they're all they're all talking about how country their town is, where they're from, and the, the stories that they were telling were hysterical, like just hysterical. Like one of them was saying that to take their driving test, they had to go to the next city over mm-hmm. because in their town they only had one stop sign and one stop light, so they need to go to the next town so they can do multiple left turns and all this other shit. Like that's how small their town was. Oh shit! It's crazy, right? Fucking gnarly. Yeah, I know. We can't even take the test because there's nowhere to turn. Yeah. Exactly, we have oh. one road. <laughs> oh my god, one fucking road. That, that's where I'm from, and I'm like, you. That wins. You made it that's out. That's a that's a pretty good card to pull. That was a stumper. That's like, a, yeah. That's... Everybody after that were like, oh, you got me big. Yeah. Uh, uh. Winner, winner, chicken yeah, dinner. Yeah, seriously. So, um, so they're all selling stories, and then finally, uh, they're like, okay, your tour's gonna start soon. Like, here's your beer to drink while you're on the tour, and I was like, oh fuck yeah, dude. So I go on this tour, man. I, uh, I it was great. I the tour guy's name was Adam. Cool fucking dude. One of the coolest people I met in Chicago, for sure. Yeah. Also not from Chicago. I forget where he was from. He was also from some other uh, Midwestern state. Huh. But, um, which brings me to my last point, which I'll get to eventually. But, so we go on this tour. Had a really cool time. I mean, dude, this place is giant. Like, I'm looking at the assembly line of cans and bottles. I'm looking at these giant, like, silos that hold 25,000 gallons Ooh. of beer. Legitimately the biggest keg I've ever seen in my life. Shit. Like, 25,000 gallons of beer. That's a party. Ready to drink. That just, a... They just keg it up. That's And there are eight of them. There are rows of two. Eight of them. Fucking crazy. Fuck, it's man. It's a lot of it's beer. It's a lot of beer. It's a lot of beer. It's a lot of beer. A lot of fucking beer. So, uh, so we're just taking this tour. I end up going to the tasting room afterwards. The tour was somewhat quick. And uh, go to the tasting room. Um, uh, again, they're like, yo, that wristband, drink anything you want. Like... For free. And you get food. I was like, cool. I almost set this bitch off with an appetizer. I still have food in my belly from that burrito. Right. But I'm like, I don't want to get fucked up. So I want to eat some more food. Smart. You know? So I'm drinking water. I smash an appetizer like these little potato skin things. Fucking delicious. And I'm hanging out with Adam. He's right. having a beer with me. And then uh, he's trying to chum it up, you know, because I'm a potential buyer. And then uh, there's a couple that paid for some, like, 
some something that they get like as a potential buyer. You mean because you have a bar? I have a bar, and I you know yeah exactly. And like the rep was like, yo, this is the guy that orders our beer, so we got to get him the quality treatment. So he fucking buys us a round of drinks, you know, and then I'm drinking with him. He and I share the appetizer. Like we're just having a fucking really cool conversation, dude. Like I'm there with him for about two hours. Two hours of just us chilling at this fucking tasting room with the other couple. They're really sweet. They just got engaged. It was really, really cute. Um, yeah. So we're hanging out. Uh, uh, myself, Adam, and the couple. And they just came in from I forget where. And uh, and then he and I were talking about marijuana because uh, mm-hmm. Lagunitas has this beer coming out called Super Critical. And it's made with uh, cannabis. 100%. Yeah, you were and, telling me about yeah, that. Yeah, and this beer, the flavor profile, the brewmaster was trying to get it to be identical to what marijuana tastes like. So this beer is supposed to taste just like Bud's, like just like it. It's hmm. called Super Critical. The THC content in it, again, I'm pretty sure I might be wrong on this, but the THC content in it is so low that it doesn't affect you in any psychoactive way or there isn't any. I forget what it was. Yeah, what it was, but that, either way. Now I remember because I said, "Well, if I paid more, can I get some yeah, psycho?" Exactly. Yeah, now I remember. Exactly. So, uh, so this guy Adam's telling me the story, and I'm like, "Oh, dude, where'd you guys get the bud from?" He goes, "Oh, we actually got it from California." And I was like, "Fucking yeah, we do have some good tree." And I was like, "Actually, how is the tree out here? You know, how Chicago to California?" Yeah. And he was, you know, he was talking about it. it wasn't as great. I kind of expected that. He wasn't like medically grown. I was like, "Yeah, I've had my, I had my, my medicinal marijuana card for a long time. Like, I don't have it anymore." But I had it for like four years, you know, since I've been out here. And he and I were just talking about, you know, experiences. And he was like, oh, I'd love to go into a shop. He's never been into one. So I'd love yeah. to go into a shop and just like pick out what you want. I was like, yeah, it's really cool, man. It's like a liquor store. Like, yeah. just looking at all the bottles that you might want. And you pick the one that you like. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. It's awesome. Yeah. And I told him about my experience at a hash bar here in L.A. that they used to have right up over here, which was dope. Right next to the, the Budweiser plant. And um, so the conversation is going well. And he goes, he goes, hey, man, I'm actually going to get going to the couple, right? And the couple's like, oh, okay, we're going to be heading out soon, too. And on my mind, I'm thinking, I'm fucking not leaving yet, man. Like, I'm going to hang out here for a little longer. Like, I'm, I am I want to eat dinner here. You know, yeah. it's free. Fucking might as well, you know. Dude, fuck yeah, yeah, you might as well. Exactly. And he looks at me and goes, yo, man, do you, uh, you want to go downstairs and smoke some weed? And I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, Does a bear yes, shit I do. in the woods in the summertime? Yes. I told myself before I left on this trip that I would not look for marijuana, that if it were to fall on my lap, then so be it. I did the exact same thing when I went to Hawaii, and it fucking worked out. Like, yeah. this works out. And uh, he goes, "Yeah, do you want to go?" He's, uh, he said, "I have, I have a pen. Do you want to, do you want to smoke?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" So we go, we go down uh, uh, this back fucking staircase. We end up in the parking lot, like staircase doors, staircase doors, long hallway, outside parking lot. Sure. And then he pulls out his pen. We're sitting there chit chatting. Now the conversation's real. Now we're just talking, dude. Now we're just like. Yo, man, like, what brought you out here? What's this? What's that? Like, what, what? The whole time we were talking for the two hours, it was just light conversation. You know, we're all sharing stories about, you know, different experiences, different places we've been. Right. This is like getting to know you. He just got engaged, which was fucking crazy. He's like, yeah, I just got engaged. I'm actually, I'm flying out. Um, I forget where they're having their wedding, but it was like in a different country or some shit like that. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, they're doing it big, dude. Like, fucking awesome. So, Good um, on him. Yeah, for sure. So he's telling me about that. He's like, yeah, I fucking know my wife for this long. It's so great. I'm just like, I'm loving it. I'm loving the story. I'm like, oh, that's so cool, dude, you know? And um, sitting there smoking bud. We're out there for a little while. And he goes, hey, man, I should probably get going soon because, you know, my fiance is going to be, like, asking about me. I was like, oh, for sure, dude. Totally get it. So uh, he goes to walk because, again, he, he walked me out there. I can't, fucking, I can't retrace my steps. Yeah, right. But it's huge. So he walks me back up. But before we get up to the staircase that takes us up to the tasting room, he goes, yo, man, do you want to take a private tour on the floor where we carry, where we have everything? 
So when you're walking through on the tour, you're actually above everything. Right. There's like this walkway that's that's gated like out. Like a catwalk or yeah, something. Like a catwalk, exactly like a catwalk. Yeah. And uh, it fucking is a catwalk. And uh, he goes, "You want to be on the floor to check it out?" I was like, "Fuck yes, dude!" Yeah. So he takes me on the floor, and then he took me to where they keep all their barrel aged beers. And I'm just like in awe, man. Like I'm like almost emotional. I'm like, dude, this is the best experience. Fucking free beer, free food. Just got smoked out. Hanging out with this cool fucking dude. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm here on the floor. Like I'm like watching the bottles fly by my face. Like it's like yeah. You're having that like Wayne's World moment it's or so whatever. It's so cool, dude. It's so cool. Yeah. Because like I'm looking at the conveyor belt with all these new cans coming out. After I'm just like, I can just grab one of those. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's fresh beer. Just got canned. It's incredible. So uh, it's really cool. I were there for like 15, 20 minutes. Walks me back up to the tasting room and goes, Yo, man. Um, don't forget, you know, you 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 uh, you actually get a free sweatshirt at the swag shop, and then anything else you get, you get a pretty decent discount off of that. Yeah, I was like, oh, dude, that's really cool, man. Like, thank you for letting me know that. So, um, I was like, that's just like icing on the cake, you know. I didn't, I thought I was just gonna get a discount on right. things. I didn't realize I was like guaranteed one free sweatshirt. So I was like, I'm gonna take advantage of that. Fuck yeah, for sure. So I uh, get back up to the to the bar. At this point, dude, I'm I'm pretty fucked up. I'm, <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm that. high as fucking hell. And I've had a lot of beer. So I'm like, time for dinner. I smash like two or three glasses of water. I fucking have dinner. It was like a, a pulled pork chicken, a pulled pork sandwich. So good. And then, you know, I just enjoy myself. Then I have one more uh, Pilsner before I leave. Get an Uber home. Uh, I drop off my shit. Uh, so I go to the swag shop, get myself a sweatshirt. I buy two other things. Nice. And then uh, get home. He gave me, and then as I'm checking out, I forgot this little detail. As I'm checking out of the building... Uh, the guy goes, yo, are you Derek? The guy checking me out because he saw yeah. the wristband. I was like, yeah, yeah, I am Derek. He goes, oh, uh, Adam left this for you. He left me a six-pack of beer and two fucking bombers, dude. Two 22-ounce bombers. Oh, shit. I was like, you motherfucker. He's like, yeah, it's, you... from, it's from Adam. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, my trip to this place just got so much better. You know That's what I mean? really cool, man. It's so fucking cool, dude. It's fucking awesome. So, um, I'm gonna have to find this Adam character on Facebook or yeah, something. Yeah, seriously, dude. Seriously. So, uh, so like that was dope. And then, <coughs> uh, whatever, right? No, that was it. So, I, um, I get my shit, drop off my stuff at the place. I, uh, it's like 10 o'clock, you know. I'm like, I gotta go, I gotta do something. Like, I, I'm still kind of stir crazy. And I'm like, I'm gonna go watch a movie. So, I look up the best movie theater in Chicago, one of the better ones. Um, and it was a cool theater. Like there's a bar right in the middle of it. There's a restaurant right in the middle of it. Yeah. And it's like this really nice rest, a uh, really nice movie theater. I went and watched Birth of the Dragon, that Bruce Lee movie. Kind of had to. Oh, nice. Yeah, kind of had to. So I've been uh, trying to watch that. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. It wasn't bad. Um, so yeah, watch that. Get home. Pass the fuck out. That was my Wednesday night, dude. Like I spent seven hours in Lagunitas Brewery. Nice. Seven fucking hours. Like got there at one, just before one, and I left just after eight. It's yeah. fucking dope. Bro. It's fucking crazy, dude. Fucking awesome, awesome time. So, uh, so now I am Thursday. So get up Thursday. I have a tour set up. I was originally uh, I got a, a boat tour. That was my original plan. A for boat the, tour. Uh, a boat tour. They take you down the the Chicago River, and uh, you look at um. It's called the architectural uh, tour, and it shows you all the buildings, and they tell you the history behind it. And that's supposed to be like the most popular tour, right? Okay. Sold out for the entire week. The next the best thing. A two-hour Segway tour of Lakeview uh, Park, which was fucking incredible. So make my way over to uh, the Wait, fucking thing. So you you're on you're your on own. You're on your own Segway. You're on your own Segway. Oh, that's cool. And you're you have a tour guide, and then there's like 
there were like seven of us, I think. So you guys are all segwaying all it up? All segwaying it up. It's just like Cruising. a bunch of segwayers? Yeah. It's fucking... Oh, that's cool. It was cool, dude. It was actually that's, really that's cool. That's a sight. Yeah. And, uh, which, uh-huh. it's so hard to look cool on, on a, a segway. segway. I was going to say, dude. You it's got like... almost impossible. It really is. I've never seen like a tour, a, a segway tour. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was the first time I've ever seen one myself. That's intriguing. But, um, it was actually pretty convenient, man, because like, there's a lot of walking. It would have been a lot of walking, because we traveled everywhere. But anyway, How fast do those things go? They go 12 miles an hour. How and fast do we walk? <laughs> not 12 miles not an 12. hour. <laughs> right. Yeah, dude, it was... Uh, and I, I took full advantage, man. Like, I'm fucking doing You're, donuts. I'm yeah. like going back and forth. I'm maxing it out. Like, I know what it feels like to go 12 miles an hour on a Segway. Like, it was, I was fucking cranking it. And um, I'm taking, I'm, I'm the first one on mine, right? Because I'm like, I'm going to be the first one. Right. Fuck everybody else. And um, so I'm on my Segway and like, I'm getting the hang of it. I'm kind of filling it out. I'm taking a picture of myself like a, you know, like a schmuck. And um, <laughs> there's this Asian woman that just got on hers and she goes over and she's like trying to get it going. You see where it's going? Yeah. And she's trying to get it going and she makes a turn and does it too sharp and hits the curb right at the end of the turn. And fucking flies off her segue. <laughs> fucking flies. flew off her segue, dude. Land on her chest. Does that whole like, oh, like that noise. <laughs> what killed me is I just had my phone. I was just taking a picture of myself. And that would have been the same direction. Oh, where my she God. Fell. That would have been so, YouTube fame. Oh, God. She like <gasps> fucking beefed it hard. And, um, <laughs> you know, she gets up embarrassed. Oh, my God. Oh. And then she gets up her segue, gets back on. That was it, right? So we go everywhere, dude. Uh, we go everywhere. We hit up um, all the major museums. We hit up the, the, the Chicago Bear Stadium. We hit up Soldier Field, Presidential Field. Um, we hit up, uh, went to Lake Michigan. We fucking went to Millennium Park, back to Millennium Park. Um, uh, the, the Lincoln uh, Monument or some shit like that, like, which is really, there's a cool story behind that too. And um, which ended up, so, uh, backstory on the cool part of that, that, that story is that um, while I was at Lone Wolf, and then this pertains to this particular situation as well, mm-hmm. I was talking to the bartender at Lone Wolf, and um, I was telling the story about how I was just in Lincoln Park, and I asked a girl, oh, where's, I'm looking for Lincoln Park, and she's like, you're in Lincoln Park. Yeah. And he goes, and, and I said, thinking it was a joke, yeah, I fucking thought Lincoln Park was a park. And he like didn't laugh and goes, well, it is a park. And I was like... Wait, what? Wait. He goes, yeah, you're not wrong. Like, there's a zoo right in the middle of it. There's this, there's that. And I was like, really? You're like, this fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, he goes, yeah, man. He, like, grabs his phone, pulls it up, shows it to me. Legitimately, I was, like, less than a mile away, less than a mile uh. away from this park. And he goes, yeah, man, if anything, that girl's probably not from here. Because Lincoln Park is a park. You know, it's also a town, like, a part of, of, uh, a part of the city. Right. But it's, a, it's major, mainly a park. I'm like... God damn it, dude. Like, that fucking... Yeah. I wish no, I would have known that. You can say stupid bitch. Yeah, stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, going back to the Segway thing, we're, we're staring at this at this uh, this Abraham Lincoln uh, uh, statue. And then uh, that where we were, where we were standing was... Uh, it's considered a presidential park. and uh, But he's the only president there. So, the tour guide said as a joke, I'm sure you noticed that it's called presidential park, even though there's only one president here. Well, when they built this, it was before the Great Depression. And then uh, their plan was to have Abraham Lincoln and President Grant right across. And I forget there's a third president they were going to add to the park, right? Yeah. And like just like as like a memorial for them. Sure. And but the Great Depression hit after they got done finishing the the Abraham Lincoln one, so the funds wasn't there right. for to finish the project. Right. right. 
wait, was it the thing or was it? It wasn't the Great Depression, man. It was a fucking Chicago fire. Chicago uh, fire. Happened. Okay. Okay. Chicago fire happened, and they didn't fucking have the money to fucking finish this job. So they're like, shit, we're gonna have to like wait, right? Right. So they wait. Fire fucking destroyed everything. They rebuild everything. They finally got enough money, but by the time they they got around to adding to finishing up that that park mm-hmm. with what they originally planned, they had already added other shit that they didn't want to tear down to put the statue of President Grant. Got so it. they put President Grant in the middle of Lincoln Park, but Abraham Lincoln is in the middle of Presidential Park. So I thought that was kind of funny. You know, ah. Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln's not even in his own park. In his own park, yeah. I, I thought that was kind of funny. I was like, that's hysterical. Like, you have Abraham that's Lincoln ironic. in the park, President Grant's in Lincoln Park. It's kind of funny. So, yeah, <laughs> I know, right? I just thought that was really neat. I wonder what city planner was like, ah, that'll be fine. Yeah, no one's going to notice. Nobody's going <laughs> to think that's weird. Or care. Right? Um, yeah, so uh, that all happened. And uh, so... Fun Segway historical from, fact, yeah, listeners. Yeah, it was really neat. Really, that was really a neat. fun one. Yeah, yeah, really neat. Another cool fact for you. Um, the reason why the Chicago, um, the Bear Stadium is so small is because um, they originally wanted a new stadium. Soldier wanted, Field, right? Soldier Field. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so they wanted a bigger, uh, a bigger stadium. So the people behind it were like, we want to tear down these monuments in Soldier Field. What fucking assholes, right? Like, we want to tear this shit down and make a bigger field. We want to more seats, more this, more space. We want controlled environment uh, seating. You know, they yeah. don't want to be in the outside. Right. And then so they kept saying, nope, not going to do it. Nope, not going to do it. So then the Chicago Bears threatened to leave Chicago. Like, fuck it. We're going to leave Chicago unless, not have... Unless you build Unless this. you do this. Right. So they finally came to terms. Like, all right, fine. We're not going to destroy anything. We're going to build on top of what you already have. Right? Okay. So they added more. Like, they added, added more of, like, a, a modern look to it. Like, the entire side of it's, like, glass windows. And it's really pretty. And they built it right next to all the Soldier Field monuments around it. So it's really neat seeing this giant stadium... That's like looks very modern, modern, right? That's right, like literally 10 feet away from like this statue that was built in fucking the early 1900s. You know what I mean? Like, it's really fucking cool. That's cool, really fucking cool. So, uh, but the the funny thing is, is that the guys that were behind the 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 building the new stadium, right, ended up kind of getting the shit end of the stick because they were able to get uh, first off, they wanted to be modern, they got that, right? But they 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 were able to get um, uh, um, uh, uh, climate control seating, but only in the private boxes. Everything else is still in the It's still outside. Still yeah. outside. You're yeah. going to be freezing your You're nuts freezing off. Your, exactly. the You're in games. the elements. It's whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Tell, Soldier, whatever. Soldier Field's a tough place to play a quarterback. Fuck, I bet it is. Yeah. I bet it is. So, like, that. that that's that. And then uh, the second thing is that they ended up getting 30,000 less seats. What? From this deal. Yeah. Because of the expansion and how they built it. Yeah. And it just didn't work out. They ended up eliminating less seats as opposed to getting more. Oh, so that's why they say shit. you'll never have a Super Bowl in the Chicago Stadium because, because there's not enough seating. And then they, and then Chicago, this stadium is considered the, uh, uh, in the, in the, in the biz, like in the music industry and all that. Everybody that plays at the stadium is almost guaranteed to sell out their concert because of the limited amount of seats, it's almost like a thing in the in the in the in in that community where right. they're like, well, no matter what, you'll sell out Chicago. You're sell you know, Chicago, yeah, because yeah. you know it's just gonna happen. So that was another little cool historical fact uh-huh. that I learned on there as well. Really fucking cool. And then we went to uh, we went to the the, the the main museum out there, and like there's so many exhibits inside this museum that they estimated it would take you a total of seventy two hours 
to see everything in that museum and that's considering you're walking the whole time and you're not stopping and like looking at it. You're just like walking by it. 72, that's how huge this place is, dude. Like Holy shit. Giant. In their lobby, they have the It most takes you 72 hours to just travel this museum? To see everything inside. There's three floors. Oh. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's a mind fuck. Fuck yeah, dude. 72 hours? 72 hours. Three days. Three? Three days. That's a day of floor? Yeah, pretty much. Holy dick. It's fucking huge, man. That's what she says. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? Sorry, I had to throw a little material No, you're there. good. You're good. Yeah, it was something crazy. Like, it was stupid. But anyways, um, we're not stupid, but just huge. Holy shit, man. Yeah, it was, so, it was massive, dude. Was it 72 hours? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like that. It was something really just like out there. I was like, that's a long That's a long time. fucking time. Long fucking time. So that's um, a lot of miles. Yeah, seriously. Was it 72? Now I'm questioning myself. I'm wondering. It was uh it was 37 or 72. I might be getting those two mixed up. <laughs> even 37, <laughs> dude, even 24 hours. Yeah. Even yeah, taking yeah. an entire day. Yeah, yeah. That's excessive. So anything over that, yeah. anything over, yeah, whatever. Well, dude, yeah, now now I'm second guessing myself, but no matter what, fact check us, audience. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm almost 100 percent sure it was 70 ish hours, but I could be off by a by bit. by saying you're almost 100 percent sure. Wouldn't you just say like I'm 93 percent sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on. All right. <laughs> so check uh, that box. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so uh, so we're checking out this museum, and then um, also in the lobby of this museum, they have the uh, the most complete. A skeleton of a Tyrannosaurus Rex oh, in the lobby. Shit. Yeah, and it's called Sue or something like that, or something like that. I that sounds sounds sweet. Yeah, no, Sue sounds sweet. like she'd bake you for something sure, for sure. And uh, so it was really cool. Like that was dope. And um, yeah, so then got done with the Segway tour. I went back up. Uh, you know, parked it back after the tour was over. Um, hung out on Lake Michigan for a little bit. Uh, went up to touch the bean. Touch the bean, bro. I saw you touch the bean. I touched the bean. It sounded like you said peen just now. Yeah, I touched the bean. The, 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 the bean. Bean. Yeah, it was really cool. Like, that was just a cool experience, getting to see that, getting to touch it. And then, um, <laughs> so such, a, such a big moment for getting, me in my getting, life. Getting to touch it. Yeah, I got to touch it. Um, yeah, and then the rest of the day, man, I just spent it... Um, I went up to uh, Portillo's, which is like this really What's the, famous... I can't get over it. What's the story story? behind this bean? Is there any story behind it's that bean? It's uh, called Cloudgate, and the story behind it, I don't know off the top of my head. Like, I would have to look that up. I saw you touching this bean, and I was like, why are you touching this bean? What is I, this bean? I don't know, man. Yeah, but it's I, like this huge, shiny, silver, metallic bean, right? Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Like I, a, I don't know the story behind it. All right, I just really check don't. It. But it's, like, it's called Cloudgate, but everyone calls it the Chicago bean. So, all right. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Either way. Cool. I'm, we'll look it up after. Cool. Uh, yeah, because I'm, I'm curious myself. I'm wondering. But, um, yeah, so moving on, I uh, then I went to Portillo's, had some food. I stopped by a couple more breweries. I stopped by Bulldog Brewery. It was really nice. And I stopped by this other um, Chicago-based uh, brewery. I forget the name off the top of my head. And uh, so I went to four different breweries my entire time there. Nice. And then, yeah. And then I walked um, – I tried making it back to the museum because I wanted to see the the, the what, one of the exhibits. They had like this whole Jurassic Park theme exhibit, mm-hmm. which in retrospect I kind of fucked that up because I looked at the website and the website said that they're open till nine. And then when I got back there, it was like seven forty-five. So I was yeah. like, cool. And as I was walking up, they were closing up shop. And I was like, hey, I put up the website and I talked to one of the employees. I said, hey, it says here you close at nine. Like, what time did you close at nine? She said we close at seven. And I showed her the website and she said. Oh, that was only for the uh, July and August, like summer. 
Like we just started September and that hasn't been updated. So we're, we're back to our original schedule of closing at 7 well, on these days. Update your fucking website, yeah, you dude, piece of shit. I was shit. so bummed out. That's I was not like, you fucking up. That's them fucking no, up. No, for sure. But I was bummed out because had I known that, I would have gone there first right. and I would have skipped out eating food. Like I would have just done that later. Right. And I would have seen what I wanted to you know, see. And then I would have made my way over to Portillo's. But whatever, dude. So I get the Portillo's. Oh, I, I got back to the museum, found out that unfortunate news. I was bummed out. Right. So I did the next best thing. is went to Willis Tower, you know, the, the, the Sears Tower, like the biggest building in Chicago. Okay. The tallest building in Chicago. And um, I just took some pictures of that, you know, whatever. Then I walked over to, um, to uh, then I finally went to Al Finally went there. Um, had a burger. Right. Fan-fucking-tastic. One to ten. Nine. 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 Nine, nine. nine, five, maybe. Wow, um, yeah. getting up there. Yeah, it's good, dude. The only thing I would do different, if I were to do anything at all, would be a little bit less of the spread. Because uh, okay. I had an egg on it with bacon. So the spread, it was like a, um, think of like a Russian dressing, but like chunkier, you know? Which is good. I cannot, looking at you, I do not know what a Russian dressing tastes Thousand like. Thousand Island dressing? Oh, okay. Yeah, n- not as sweet, but like that. Kind of like that. Oh, okay. So, um, which I think Russian dressing is like Thousand Island, but it's it wasn't as sweet as like a Thousand Island dressing. And my, I don't know if I've ever heard of Russian dressing in my oh, entire really? life. Oh, for sure, man. Like I feel like I just learned something new. I got gotcha. you. Like, I almost thought you were kind of like goofing me a little. Oh, bit. Oh, really? Pulling your leg? Yeah. Like what Even is? Even the old one too. Like, I know Italian. You know, I, mean, yeah. I know all these dressing blue cheese and yeah. stuff, but like Russian dressing, I've yeah, never man. heard it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so shit. it was my, like that. It's about, yeah, it's a little chunkier though. It wasn't as sweet, but there was there was a lot of sauce, and once that the egg yolk popped. It just got really saucy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, that was the one thing where I was like, maybe next time I'll have a little bit less sauce. Yeah. But as far as flavor goes, we're talking about, like, a a, a, a quarter-inch thick cut bacon. Like, we're talking Ooh. about, like, a fucking steak. A bacon steak oh, on that burger. It was a, so great. Filet of bacon? Yeah. And I, I, I asked for a basic cheeseburger because I wasn't that hungry because the Portillo's was fantastic, dude. Yeah. I had this Italian, uh, 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 shredded Italian beef sandwich, and they dipped the entire sandwich in the au jus that it's made in. So you have like this moist, fucking delicious Italian sandwich with shredded Italian beef. So good. <laughs> so good. Oh my God. So I, I, as my burger comes up, I'm that guy and I'm like, oh, I know this is the double. And I'm like, oh man, actually I got a single, you know, like just letting him know, like, I'm like, I don't want to be, you know. I don't want, don't hurt me for the double. Yeah, like, I said single. single. And he goes, oh, actually here are singles or doubles and our doubles or triples. And I was like, are you serious? Heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know. It's fucking crazy. I'm about to get yeah. emotional. It was, I mean, it was almost like a $20 burger, but still, you know. Oh. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I, I see where they, yeah. Not heaven. The market. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway, so I'm like, oh, that's awesome. So I destroyed my burger. No side, because I have no fucking room for it. Right. Um, I have I have one of like their local beers that they have on draft. And then from that point on, I just went to two different bars, man. I went to a bar called um, Bad Hunter. Had a beer there, <laughs> and then I went to this uh, Hispanic bar, and I had a couple beers there, and I made friends with the bartender. He bought me a shot. Um, I ended up buying a dude to my left a drink. He bought me a drink. So, um, yeah, had to have fun. Last night was really, really chill. Then I uh, went home, passed out, you know, passed out real late, um, real, real late. But, um, yeah, and then that was that, dude. And then that was my Thursday. And then Friday, um, my flight was at uh, 5, but my checkout was at 12. Okay. And uh, the suitcase that I have, uh, it the wheels are broken. So my mind That's was thinking, oh, I can just like walk around, kill a few hours before I go to the airport. Because I don't want to spend that time at the airport, you know? Right. But then I remember my fucking wheels. And I'm like, I would have to carry my luggage. Right. And I mean, I'm a strong guy. You know? Yeah, I got thick. Yeah. Thick neck. Thick neck. Thick neck. 
strong traps, strong traps, big biceps, and a very, very <laughs> chiseled gluteus maximus. You know what I mean? I love it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I I'm fucking crazy, dude. I can't take that I'm stuck on crazy right now. Oh my god. Um, so, uh, so, anyways. <laughs> so I'm a strong guy. Yeah, I'm a strong guy. You know, I, I, I can move some weight around. But I didn't want to carry my fucking luggage. I was like, that's going to be such a drag, dude. And plus, I didn't get very much sleep that night, like, next to no sleep. So I was like, fuck it, dude. I'm just going to go to the airport, hang out there. You know, I'm sure they got, like, a restaurant or two. Right. And I could probably find a place to lay my head because I was still really tired. So um, I check out at 12. I get to the airport just after, like, 1240 because traffic was bad. And um, I check in my bag. And then I have about four and a half hours to kill at yeah. the airport. Plus, like... The, three four hour flight so i'm like fuck i got like eight hours ahead of me right that i gotta get through just to you know just to get to that point where just it's to time to, to start point. traveling home and stuff yeah man know? it was such a drag so you decided to pick up achilles and stuff yeah too, so. you know and i just had a lot of shit on my mind so like it was a very very crazy little fucking day for me friday was a very crazy day for me so um it was okay though whatever uh so i get to the airport i i check in my shit like i said i um i fucking pick a little i i get to my terminal yeah. And I find this little seat like next to this wall. I park up my legs. Fucking out, dude. I slept for like an hour, maybe nice. maybe hour and a half, a little bit longer. Like I took some I took some cat naps for sure. Um, finally got the flight home. I uh, so I, I used two different airlines. Uh, uh, United Airlines is the first one. That's one with the shitty TV. To get out there. Virgin Airlines is where it's at, man. Yeah. They like their seats are much more comfortable. There's a little bit more space. Like a room for per seat, right? And the TV is right in front of you, like not up on the wall or on the ceiling. I mean, right, right in front of you, like in the back of the seat that's sitting in front. Right, of you. Right, right. I got you. And it's touchscreen, and they don't play whatever the fuck they're playing. You have to watch it. You get to choose what movie you want to watch. What an individual, like you. Yeah. Oh, it was fucking awesome, dude. So I plug in my headphones. I'm chilling. I cuck my seat back, and that was another thing. My uh, my flight going to Chicago, my fucking reclining seat didn't work. That's a deal breaker. That fucking drew me insane. I was trying to push the button and it wasn't doing anything. Yeah, that's when I'm hitting. So I'm that, sitting up. That ding button. I need a new seat, dude. <laughs> I was fucking like livid, not livid. I, I wasn't mad. I was just like really uncomfortable. I'm like, like you guys. Need I think to... that added to the me not being comfortable to fall asleep, and then sure. plus feeling me trapped. Not, me feeling trapped, yeah. you know. So I ended up watching uh, a Nice Guys with Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. Oh, Great yeah. fucking movie, dude. Such a good movie. And then I watched the movie Chips, the the bike cop movie. Another funny one. It was funny. It's really funny, like but it. it's there's only a couple funny scenes in yeah, there, like the yeah. bathtub scene that when you had funny. to get fucking carried yeah. out. And yeah, that was pretty funny. There, there were some funny moments in it, but um, so I watched those two movies, and that pretty much took up the four hours for the flight. Uh, landed in LAX, man, and then here I am. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back, listeners. What what uh what do you think would be your I mean I think I know the answer based on the stories but what do you think would be your favorite uh, experience of the trip? Um, favorite experience would probably be um, favorite experience. Man, that's a good one. Probably honestly, man, it's gonna sound really fucking lame, but my favorite experience was just walking the streets. Huh. like that was that was such a. Because everybody, you know, everybody that takes a train or a bus or, or Lyft or Uber, I wanted to, like, feel the city. You know? Yeah. I wanted to put miles on this city. And that was probably my favorite experience, just walking, you know, like picking a direction and just going and just seeing what's up. 
Yeah. You know, like I went to, I stumbled across this really cool coffee shop, you know, like I stopped in, had some coffee, talked to some locals, really sweet. Um, and it was just fun, dude. Like that, that was awesome. Uh, my favorite, um, favorite, like the time that I had the most fun was probably at Lagunitas, <laughs> you know, like being honest, that was a lot of fun hanging out there. Um, but the food was great. Like it was just overall, it was a wonderful time, man. Like I really don't know what else to say outside of like, I just had a really, really fun time and I wouldn't. I wouldn't have changed this this uh, this trip for anything. Like it was fun. Um, there's a couple things I would have done different. Like the Portillo's thing, I would have waited till later and gone to the museum. I would have done that different. Um, uh, there are a couple other things that I would have done differently. But uh, le learning experience, you know. Yeah. It is what it is. It was cool, man. But um, so going back to uh, the metro thing, uh, my new little thing that I want to do. Every city that I go to, that yeah. I stay for a couple days, I want to take their metro system and I want to get that that card. Yeah. And I want to write the month and the year. And I want to keep those as souvenirs because I want to be able to have a different card from every single major city that I've been to and I've I've been on their in, on their in their metro nice. uh, system. I think that'd be really cool. That is cool. So so far I got L.A. and Chicago. Um, I'm sure I can find other ones. What do you think is going to be your uh, the next trip? What do you think? I want to go to Denver, Colorado. Denver. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking about Denver. Hopefully I can do that. If you want to come with me, man, Dude. I can start planning it. Thinking about maybe sometime next year. You know, early January ish. Yeah. Um, after after the holiday season, um, yeah. I, I do want to get a couple things figured out, especially with this new job that I might be getting. You know, like what new thing. new job? Yeah, man. Uh, shit. <laughs> Listeners don't know about the new job now. Yeah, uh, man. I mean, well, shit, is it? It's, I mean, not it's not It's not official. It's not official. I'm gonna knock on wood. Yeah, that's wood. Um, plywood, right? That's wood. Yeah, same thing. Um. Yeah, it's not official, so I don't want to say anything just yet. But yes, listeners, I do have a potential job. I just I had my second interview on Tuesday. Um, I will be I'll be receiving a phone call either this week or early next week in regards to the final interview. Nice. Um, and that will determine whether or not I get the position. So we'll see what happens. And then cool. once I once I figure out more, then you guys will know more. And then if I get the job, um, you'll hear it here first on Long Winnish Spiel. <laughs> Should be fun. But um, one last story that I have, man, in Chicago, like I, I've, I've told this a couple times now, I got the most accurate uh, depiction on uh, how people view uh, Angelos, like people from L.A., like people from Chicago, right? Uh-huh. I was you... having this conversation with this bartender, and um, I'm going to chat, chit-chat with him. And then um, like, we're just talking, whatever, and then um, I end up asking him, like, I was like, yo, man, what, what, do, you, what do you do outside of, outside of bartending, like, you know? And he goes like, well, "What do you mean? What I do? Like, like another job?" And I was like, oh. and "He's like, well, what, what, what do you do? You know?" And then he just like started kind of listening up other things that he does, you know, hobbies that he has, whatever. Right. And then we start talking, and um, and then uh, so like we're, we're chit chatting, and he goes, he goes, "Hey man, well, where are you from?" I was like, "Oh, I'm from L.A." He goes, "Oh, okay." And like for some reason, uh, again, for some reason, I can like I can just kind of get a read on people. Yeah. And uh, for some reason, this guy kind of had that look of like. That's that's that, it. Now it's making sense. Now, now exactly. it all makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, so we started talking some more, and then I was just so intrigued by that. I was right. like, I, like, you know, I was curious, right. so fucking curious. So I finally asked him. I was like, "Yo, man, like, uh, I, you been in L.A.?" Yeah, I'm trying to like ask the right questions to get to that answer. To get to, to uh, yeah. And then I asked him, "Yo, you been in L.A.?" He's like, "Yeah, I've been there a couple times." I was like, oh, what, what, "What do you what do you think of the L.A. people?" Bam, just like, yeah, you know, want to get it. And then he goes, and it was. The most truthful slash accurate uh, description of people in LA that I never saw for myself, and he said people in LA like um, uh, everyone's really laid back, 
Like, everyone's really laid back. And, like, he said, it's like New York, but, like, everyone's a little bit calmer, you know? Yeah. He said, but they're, they're you know, they're, they're not as rude. They're a little bit more passive-aggressive, you know? He said, but the one thing that I noticed about L.A. is that everybody has this idea of what you do. And when you're having a conversation with somebody, I've never been asked more often what I do for work than I did when I was in L.A. And I was like, oh, really? He said, yeah. He said, I think it's because everyone in L.A., they – um it's it's like a social status like i'm going to ask you what you do for work and depending on the answer that you give me is going to determine whether or not this conversation is going to benefit me in some way i can see that you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah 100% and uh he said yeah it's a, it's a common he said i've never seen that more than when i went to la like everybody down there was like everybody's looking who, to see what they can get out yeah, of somebody like who can i shum up and get a personal gain from yeah. you know what i mean and like so uh, he said, yeah, he said, uh, he was just saying like, I've never like had a conversation with somebody. And then like the, one of the first questions they ask me is what I, what I do for work. You know, like usually it's like, yo man, what are you doing? This and that, yada, sure. yada, fucking sun's out. You know I mean? Like a very just general conversation, right. getting to know the person. He said, yeah, because like my, my work doesn't define me as a person. This is what I do for, for money. You know, this is what I do to get money. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then, and then, uh, and then I said like, he had this beautiful description of it, right? And I was in my mind. I'm thinking, that is L.A. Like you got it summed up perfectly. Yeah, right? you got us pegged for sure. You know, I don't think I'm like that, but I mean, maybe I've done that in the past. But I definitely asked him what he did for work. You know, oh for sure. So then I asked, I, I asked him. <clears throat> so then I said, I said, man, I guess I probably shouldn't have asked you what you did for work outside of this place, right? And he started laughing. He's like, oh, it wasn't directed towards you, man. Right. It wasn't directed towards you, and this and that. And uh, it was like a really funny experience, dude. It was really, really interesting. I don't know. That's true. It was a trip, dude. Like, and now that I see that, I'm I'm gonna keep my eye out. You know what I mean? It's it is true because that's how it is though. Because what you do kind of does define you in LA, like it your does. social status and everything. And it's like, mm-hmm. I've experienced that for sure. Thinking mm-hmm. like, you know, I work in the restaurant business, so I'm like, you know, but that doesn't define me. Oh, it doesn't. But in LA, it kind of does. Should it, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it, it's weird though because in Los Angeles, it kind of does. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's dude, it's it's gnarly, man. Like it was, um, it was a cool little moment, you know. I was like, dude, this guy, and I don't remember his name. You know, <laughs> I, I he, I'm really bad with names to begin with. You're it's, like, he's just a bartender, so I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> like, he didn't I have. Couldn't, the, couldn't get anything out of him. Didn't have the social status. I yeah, need right? to talk to the GM next time. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, uh, that was it, man. Like that was that was like the the gist of it, you know, like yeah. the, of the adventure. It was it was a lot of fun, dude. A lot of fun. I had a really good time. I just um. Like I said, I just think a couple. I wish a couple of things would have been different. Yeah, you know, a couple of little decisions. But uh, yeah, dude, what a crazy fucking time! It was, it was a great, great time. I um, uh, the one thing that I did notice though is um, like going back to like the whole like, you know when you're by yourself when you're a group of people. Right. Um, I didn't really feel lonely. I didn't know this, but I um, I've been with uh with Achilles here. I've had him since he was seven weeks old, and he's turning five tomorrow. Yeah, Achilles is turning Shout out Achilles. Feb- September fourteenth. Also, listeners, yeah. <laughs> while we're getting personal here, yeah, Achilles got his uh, got expressed, uh, yes, got a little expressive did. today. We, yes, he did. He got a he got a deep cleaning, uh, fur coat, you know, all that good stuff. Haircut, uh, mouth wash, uh-huh. uh, you know, all that good stuff. And then uh, this this person expressed Achilles' anal glands. Yeah. 
His anal gland was expressed was today. expressed. And it was emptied. <laughs> it was emptied, yeah. Yeah, dude. I, um, I, listeners, I want my, my dog's birthday is tomorrow. He's turning five, like I said a moment ago. And I wanted him to uh, start his birthday off with a freshly clean coat. So I took him to the dog groomers. Like Michael just said, they did the whole works on him, man. Mm. Like from head to toe. Or, 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 or from, from snout to, to, to from tail. To anus. To anus, yeah. <laughs> and then the one thing that I was cracking up about is like, I, I've heard about this before. But I didn't really know too much about it. And uh, apparently uh, dogs, they have this gland right right below their anus. And this gland fills up with um, this this watery substance. <laughs> and apparently it gets released whenever they use the restroom. Whenever they or take a shit. Whenever, whenever they take a shit. Or um, sometimes it'll just like, you know, like if something subtles them, they're like, <laughs> the guy literally said, you know, you ever see when a dog gets scared or something, like a little bit will come out. I'm like, oh, shit. So the dog shits himself a little bit? Like, yeah. what? But, um. So, uh, but the I've seen gland, a dog with sweaty asses before too. I mean, might be it, dude. It might, that. it might be it. But yeah, so, um, so this this gland, what Oops. happens is that is that it fills up, and it doesn't always fully get released. And once this thing gets really full, it actually aggravates the dog, and you can see it in their walk if they're constantly licking themselves down there. But like they're just constantly doing it. There's usually a sign that they, you know, that there's there's an issue with their gland, and um, and I never noticed it. You know, I never never really paid attention. But um, after getting Achilles groomed, I found out two things. <laughs> One of which, he hates blow dryers. <laughs> like, yeah. he fucking dis- – the guy was like, it was really hard drying him. I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, like, your dog hates blow dryers. Like, it took me forever to dry him. Like, he didn't say forever, but he said it took me a long time. And I was like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't know. I just found this out. Yeah, yeah. I-, I would never have known. Usually I wash him with the hose. And I throw him in the back of my truck, and we take a few laps on the freeway, yeah. <laughs> and he just dries off that way, you know. Right, air dry. And then yeah, and I, I use a towel. Um, and then he said, "Yeah." And the second thing is, um, your dad, your dog's anal gland. Not what I thought it was gonna say. He goes, "Yeah, your dog's anal gland. It was full." <laughs> I was, was like, super "What?" Full. He goes, "It was really full. Like I'm talking about, a, a lot came out." And I was like, "Really?" He goes, yeah. He said, you should probably get that done at least once a month. <laughs> and, I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, I bet he feels really relieved. He's like, yeah, there, there's a lot in there, so I'm, I'm sure he does. To, in order to express the anal gland too, we, we saw a video on this this yeah. morning. What the fuck is this? And yeah. It's literally this, people are kind of putting their thumbs in these dogs' asses. They, and like, they do that and they squeeze. They squeeze. Yeah, they're and putting they, pressure. And, uh-huh. And, and they squeeze out this new stuff. I'm just saying, dude, like, we're, we're joking about it all day. Like, dude, at what point do you think this do- this doctor's putting his thumb up your dog's ass today? I know, right? Like, what? You think it's now? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I know, dude. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder I, what he was thinking when that oh, happened. I, I bet he was relieved afterwards. He's probably relieved afterwards, but just like, who is this stranger? Who is this stranger? Oh, he's being pretty nice to me so far. I like him. He's cleaning me. This is great. Nice shampoo. Oh, I'm up the ass. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Things got real. Dude, and uh, you know, and I don't know. I, I saw Achilles when uh, when you showed up, dude, and uh-huh. and it just like he looked so fucking happy and excited that yeah. he was no longer with this stranger that was milking his dude, anal gland. For sure, he was like crying. <laughs> he he was, was excited to see dude, you, man. It was it was pretty funny to see. He was jumping up on because when I took him on the leash, he was like uh-huh. jumping up on me, dude. He was like super excited, like familiarity, like he yeah. was excited. Like I've never been away with random people and they touch my butt. <laughs> <laughs> they touch my butt. Uh, yeah. So. um yeah, people they uh, they emptied my dog's anal gland today, so I'm sure yeah. he feels really relieved. I know I'm happy. He smells great. Yeah, he does smell soft as shit. So soft, 
and he doesn't lick himself down there as often, so I'm assuming that was giving him a little bit of an yeah. issue. Yeah, but dude, either way, it was fun. But, um, damn, we're an hour and 50 in. Dude, uh, we should fucking start wrapping this up. Let's yeah. talk about the USC event really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, uh, what, David Branch. Yeah, David Branch. <laughs> hour and 50 minutes later, got it. If you guys are waiting for this part of the podcast, you probably <laughs> you are going to be happy with the amount of time that you're going to get spent on this topic. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I, I think one, I mean, Rockhold's been out for, what is it, 15, 16 months he's been out yeah. uh, since his last fight, since he got uh, beat up by Bisbing, knocked, uh, knocked out. So it's, you know, it, I think this is almost a, uh, a setup fight for, for Rockhold, a kind of a layup. I don't think this guy Branch is really on. I mean, he's been fighting on other cards. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what, for what events or what for what, what organizations. I don't, it wasn't like a Bellator or anything like that. So, mm. you know, he's been fighting lesser competition and winning. He's a champion of a, of a lesser uh, company. Uh, then he came in, and we watched uh, the first round of his of his recent UFC fight that was in like March of 2017. Mm-hmm. He looked pretty good. Yeah, you know what I he mean. Bad. He didn't look bad, but I mean, Rockhold is like a to me, he's like a five tool talent. He can do he can do everything. You know, he can mm-hmm. kick, punch, grapple, submit everything. Uh, he's handsome. <laughs> yeah, he's a triple threat. Dude, he's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but he's got nothing on my gluteus maximus, not, bro. Nothing on your glutes or my, those traps, bro. Or that all that neck, bro. All my neck, neck is so thick. Super <laughs> thick, bro. Dude, I fucking got a thick neck, bro. So and my my ass is definitely nice in jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. With I don't that. know where that guy. Yeah, hey, whatever, whatever. Fuck it. Truth. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I just I I think we're gonna see a. Uh, I mean, you, you see this guy kick. You see Rockhold kick. You could tell. I mean, you just see that Rockhold's a better striker. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that Rockhold's. Uh, I saw when that guy was when uh, Branch was grappling this guy. He seemed like he was fighting a weaker version of Rockhold, uh, like not strong, like less strong. Mm-hmm. I think Rockhold's gonna be the much stronger guy. I think he's gonna bully him. Yeah. And uh, and or knock him out. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna go past two. Alright, that's fair. I, I couldn't agree with you more, man. I um, the only thing that I well, w- one thing that's that's a plus side for Rockhold for sure is that he's got that uh, stem cell. Sir, uh, oh yeah, I got uh, the stem cell on the ACL. Yeah, that's right. So his ACL is fully tear. intact. Yeah. So he doesn't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. Um, and on that note, uh, you know, he doesn't. He seems like he took the time off because he needed to get that done. Need to get healthy. Maybe yeah. Maybe he felt like the reason why Bisbee kind of beat him a little bit because he wasn't able he to said, use his kicks. He said that he had that leg injury yeah. uh, going into that fight, but he thought he was so arrogant that he thought he could beat him with, you know, three limbs. Yeah. And you, you saw, I mean, we've talked about this multiple times, like, Rockhold did not take that fight seriously. He, not, he but, was yeah. fucking dancing up and down the yeah. fuck on the entrance, you know what I mean? And he wasn't yeah. there to fight. He wasn't there to fight for sure. And Bisbee was there to give it his everything. For sure. And uh, good on Bisbee for yeah. taking advantage. But, 100 uh, I mean, when, when you're talking about, though, like the the caliber of fighter that Rockhold is and the type of competition that he's faced, like a Leota Machida's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, a fucking who I forget who he took the belt from. Um uh, Weidman. Weidman, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like destroyed Weidman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who Weidman just beat up not really beat up, but I mean beat Anderson Silva. So I mean it's mm-hmm. like these they're I just feel like Rockhold's in a different level, has faced different level of competition. I think this is gonna be uh David Branch's first time with that like top tier A one type of UFC fighter. He's gonna be a little uh just a rude awakening. Rude a very rude awakening. Yeah, because like Rockhold does everything great. Everything. There's know? no there's no I don't weaknesses. I don't know if this guy thinks 
I don't know if he's expecting like, oh, I'm gonna put him in this area. I don't know where he expects to beat him. He talks about like pushing the fight and pushing the pace, and it's like, what are you talking he about? Like he's he's like a black belt under the Henzo Gracie, so I'm sure he's great on the ground. But yeah, Rockhold's also a black belt, and he submits black belts and he's super all the time. strong and long, and like his frame is just, I feel like, conducive to yeah. like to that style. Oh, for like, sure. You know, know, dude. Like this is gonna sound really um, weird, but if you were to if you had a lab where you had to create um, the ideal 185 pound fighter in the UFC that would be Luke Rockhold like frame wise frame wise 6 foot 3 or 4 you know chiseled guy like fucking solid strong he's not like he's not like a a tall you know dangly guy he's like a tall lean Lean, super strong pretty ripped yeah Uh, he's got both both halves too it's not like he's got the chicken legs or he's got the big upper body or whatever it's like pretty spread out you know fucking ground game solid wrestling solid clinch works great fucking striking knocks people out all the time like, Dude, those kicks man kicks man He's a, i love this question yeah, mark got, kick yeah i mean yeah he got knocked out by michael bisbing but michael bisbing is a fucking savage though and, yeah and rocco wasn't taking it serious so he's sort of a yeah. savage yeah but the one thing that kind of has me a question <laughs> sort of a savage uh, the one thing that i am questioning is that he uh, he is he uh, rockhold moved his training camp to uh to florida yeah i, I mean he's with henry hoof it's what we, we, we saw yeah, yeah yeah we saw that but um which that guy's no fucking joke, man. Yeah. Like Henry Hoop is a fucking dope ass trainer, but I just I don't know, man. Like whenever a, a fighter you know comes off of a serious knockout like that, then takes that much knockout loss, and then takes that much time off, mm-hmm. and then goes to a different camp, and his reasoning behind it was that everyone's inactive over there right inactive now. Inactive or so injured at AK. Yeah. yeah, but Cain Velasquez is training for a fight right now. You know what I mean, like. Mm. Maybe know. it was DC specifically. Maybe because I think maybe. that's who we used to train with a bunch was DC. Yeah, maybe, but yeah. So like going off of that, I just it makes me like a little nervous. I'm like Rockwell, I still got you winning, man. But yeah, I, I don't hope, like I don't hope, like mixing you know, up the what got you there. Yeah, you know, what, I mean? you know like, what I mean. Like it just new new to me seems like a variable. Like yeah. and when you put the more variables you put into the equation, you know, yeah. I mean the outcome's going to be different for sure. So that's that's you know for sure. So I think I, I'm with you on that. I just think that in this particular case, I mean, just based on what how that guy striking was from what I watched in that round, I mean, I don't see any area that he he can really hurt Rockhold, mm-hmm. and I see a lot of areas that that Rockhold could take advantage of. Yeah. And I, I just I think that yeah, I don't think it'll take too long for him to find his Rockhold to find his opportunity to to finish that fight. I and I and I think that. Coming off of a seemingly embarrassing loss against Bisbing in mm-hmm. his world, like maybe to not every fan, but a lot of people would be like, "Dude, you're supposed to fucking beat that guy, and you fucked up. Like mm-hmm. you've kind of just fucked up your legacy. You were the champ. You built this. You got to the championship. You, you were the champion, and everybody was touting you as yeah. this guy. You know all the talent that you have, man. But it's like you can have all the talent in the world if you don't apply it, and then fuck. Well, you know. Yeah. And he didn't apply it that night, and he got fucking knocked out because he wasn't taking it serious. And it's Pretty like. True. Fuck, dude! You, why would you? Why would you gamble mm-hmm. with that? You know what I mean? It's like this is your livelihood, it's your your cha- your, your championship. You yeah. know what I mean? I saw, I saw how much it meant to him. Just in this highlight again, uh, watching the lead up when he beat Weidman, I saw how much it meant to him to win that championship. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and so it's like, why would you take that risk of, of taking an opponent lightly? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, yeah, I know you knocked him out before, but dude. Don't take still, any. Why would you take a chance? It's, you're still in a fight, man. Yeah. Why are you opening take up? It take it fucking serious. So I mean, that's kind of the thing is the head game, 
uh, between Rockhold because he could get knocked out by this dude yeah. and then and be like, well, you know, I guess fighting might. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I got there's still that chance. I just see if this fight happens a hundred times, I see Rockhold winning like ninety seven of them. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, man. I, I like I said a moment ago, I have Rockhold winning this fight as well. Um, I'm just curious to see how he goes about doing that. Uh, I think he's gonna dominate. Think so? I really think he's gonna dominate. Like I think TKO he's... or submission. I think it's going to be like a, a, a very likelihood of... Well, it could be a TKO or just a knockout, period. Uh, but I, I see very likely of a... Gets dropped and then submits him. I got you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. rocks him. Kind of like how we did Bisbing. Really fucking rocked him and then got on top, full mm-hmm. mount. And he did like a mounted single-arm guillotine on yeah, Bisbing. Yeah, man. So that's going to be a good fight. It's free on uh, Fox Sports 1. Yeah, sa- Saturday? Saturday. This Saturday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, Fox Sports 1. Yeah. I, don't even ask me who else is on the card because I don't know. I meant to look that up, but yeah. yeah. Well, I well, mean, it is what it is, man. Rockhold's a big enough name. Yeah, to, to draw for a free card, dude. Yeah, I'll watch right. that shit. Yeah, seriously. Give me a head, headliner like that. That's the other thing is this guy's going to be headlining his first UFC event. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, yeah, pressure. There's a lot of there's pressure that comes with that, so... Mm-hmm. He, he's doing a good job of selling himself as like believable, but I really feel like he's selling it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think he knows that he's selling it. I got you. So that's my take on it. But uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we will, man. We'll we will. But yeah, dude, so um, good talk. Yeah, Episode man. 33, in the bag. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, all right, listeners, thanks again for uh, tuning in. Uh, next, we're back to the normal schedule. I'm not going on any uh, vacation <laughs> anytime too soon. Right. Um, but uh, if we do, we'll definitely give you a heads up. Yeah, you'll know about it. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, just want to give a shout out to uh, everyone in Chicago that, um, I mean, not saying that they're all listening, but um, <laughs> all the people from Lagunitas, man, like I had a great fucking time. The city of Chicago, beautiful city. Uh, the people were great. I just had a wonderful experience and like, you know, fucking any one of you end up listening to this and you have a slightest memory of me and this, the, you know, what, you know, the conversation that we had, fucking thank you, man. Like yeah. it was a great, great time. And, um, yeah, I'm definitely going to always remember that. Yeah, so, if, so go check out Chicago listeners. Yeah. Go check out Chicago, man. It's a beautiful city. It's, um, it's a city in like. It's a city that's surrounded by blue-collar people. So, like, blue-collar people live there, and those people are really fucking chill. Really, really good people. Um, There are definitely some bad apples, but there are bad apples everywhere. Right. It it is what it is. But, yeah, anything you want to add, dude? Um, No. No, I don't want to count my chickens before I hatch, but I got some exciting news to to come around the corner I already told you about uh, with my GMOS. So, once that happens... Uh uh, I'll be announcing it once it, it's official. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, but yeah, that's coming around the corner. Cool, man. Really so, yeah. happy for you. Yeah, I'll be, you'll, you'll, listeners will see it hopefully in the next uh, the next podcast picture. Uh-huh. That'd be the goal. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. For sure. All right, listeners, thanks again. Episode 33, Long Winish Spiel. Done, over, finished. El finito. Have a good night, everybody.